uh, count to ten there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yes. nine, ten. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And uh, give some of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hang on, let's make the noises after we're just looking at that particular Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Oh, that wasn't the noise you made. <laughs> it was under the table. Come on, give it welly sock. That's it. That's shit. There you go. There you are. All right, back once again, like the renegade master. Uh, it's uh, it's Alton. It's no, it's it's Burke. It's, oh, God damn it! It's Hannon versus Burke, but without the Burke, it's the Strat. The Strat? Do you do you know what my surname is? Yeah, it's like some Kablanski. Yeah, yeah, some kind of it's some kind of Yugoslavian Slavic kind of thing, isn't it? Some have worked it out that it sounds like Sweaty Borsakski. Sweaty Ball Saxky. Yeah. That sounds like a really cool kind of Olympic shot putter from, from Crimea or something. Sweaty right, yeah. Ball Saxky. Yeah. yeah, yeah I like that. World famous. Um, we need more. Um, we need more legendary athletes to aspire to because you don't really have any characters in normal athletics nowadays like you would have had back in the 80s. Ah, uh, no. That fate with the kind of the look, the kind of. You don't have any uh, Daily Thompsons or people sponsor, you know, anyone that's like kind of got that retro kind of groovy look that's all fairly too slimline. You know? Wow. Yeah, a lot of it's to do with uh, indoor isn't it? They're all going to wear the bloody tight suits and wear the shiny shoes, and as long as you can see that tick, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, really what it's about, isn't it? This is a random way to start the show, but I'm just very quickly to elaborate and to maybe anal- and, um, give an analogy of what I'm trying to say. You know how like the old Lamborghinis, like the Countach and stuff like that, big, fat, horrible to drive, but really cool looking kind of cars, yep. and now you've got the Aventadors today. Don't really have the same kind of, you know, you know, you've got the trade-off of real cool looking vibes from back in the day versus stealth and technology of today that there's one trade-off is the you don't you know am i making sense oh uh, you are are you saying right. they're too slick too slick like bring, bring, bring bad retro is what you're trying to say i'm trying to say that a little right. bit like adidas three stripe from back in the day versus adidas yeah. three stripe today not quite the same thing it's in not. my opinion anyway did you ever have those uh adidas slippers that everyone had no no i never had slippers. Of, it just if you picture the today you know the what do you call them? Just those standard white shoes with the three black stripes? Like the old Adidas? Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. that, but it was a slipper. So it right. wasn't an actual shoe. But was it an all like foot encompassing um, encompassing shoe? Or was it one of those where your feet toes stick out this out the front? No, 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 no. Uh, all- yeah, yeah. Like it was the actual shoe, but the back part was missing. Oh. Yeah. It was very uh, very popular in the football. Really? Uh, community because it was so easy to slip on and off obviously when you go to training with your smelly socks god they used to smell at the end of the season I tell you I that I imagine that would yeah. be yeah the case um, bring those back just very on the, yeah, on the, on the technical side. is your head no, no your mic's all good but are you yeah. comfortable with it like that because yeah, I can bring it up a bit no, I'm, well, I'm you well. sure yeah. if you, I'm just going to show you how to do this right you, if yeah. you want grab it by the neck he's touching me Fuck, get your hands off my <laughs> fucking microphone is that a bit more comfortable for you? Yeah, yeah. He's a tall man, he's all straight. Yeah. He's, how tall are you, son? Uh, six foot three. Six foot three. Well, uh, fair play to you. I'm glad you twisted that to the clockwise. That's how I like it. Hey, you know, it's all in the wrist. So, um, Should have spat on it a bit. Oh, Excuse me? God, uh, right, right. Um, we, we don't <laughs> normally start the shows like this. We're not we're not kids. But um, oh. So, um, Stretz, uh, first of all, congratulations on having a daughter as of Thank last you. Monday, wasn't it? Uh, Saturday. Saturday, sorry. Yep. Last Saturday. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. And how's uh, being a father treating you so far? Really good. Uh, quite tiring. Lack of sleep. Now, tell me, is, is, it, is it as bad as it's made out to be? Or is it just a case of people like to add on like 10%, 20% of... Um, the pressure that it really isn't there. No, it is bad. Is it? Yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of pressure. Uh, you're basically trying to, you know, your whole goal really is to keep this little human alive. 
Mm. And does it um, feel like it's a, a, like a scary process? Or do you think uh, that is no, right? I was ready for it, to be honest. Again, yeah. you know, we planned it. We wanted it. Uh, baby arrived and everything, you know, touch wood is, is all good and well. You're so insurance, aren't you? You're oh, so, so You're always man. prepared, ready for anything. You exactly, man. Get. Um, well, speaking of that, I actually, um, what I did was um, researched the cord banking. Cord banking? Yeah, so you bank the baby's cord blood. Right. And yeah, why would right. you do that? Um, because apparently it's got amazing healing uh, and sort of disease curing abilities. Um, the technology hasn't really been advanced yet. But what they end up doing is um, basically there's a vault that holds all the baby's cord blood. Wow. So so my daughter now has her own cord blood stored, frozen away yeah. in a cord bank. And this is just going to, this will only benefit her, let's say. Correct. This can't be, okay. And um, this whole freezing thing, does this cost? It does. And then, may I ask, was it expensive? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm happy to I'm happy to say because I'm oh, well, I'm a big fan ahead. of it. Uh, the initial cost was about two thousand nine hundred. That's not too bad. No. I thought you were going to say like ten. I thought you were going to nah. go to cryogenics kind of levels. Nah, or something. fuck, I'm not that rich. <laughs> right, right, okay. Um, but then it's about two hundred bucks a year to store it. Like it's a storing fee. That's all right. That's not a lot. That's all right. But when I read up on it, you know, obviously, you know, in terms of what I do, I'm an insurance, so I always think about sort of the worst case scenario type situation and make sure I've got my ass covered for those types of events but um, basically that's kind of how I looked at it I mean it cures anything from diabetes to uh, spinal injuries mm. to uh, cancers to all sorts right and you never hope that you're well, going to use it hope or is it proven that that's what it does or is it, that no, it can oh it can yes but the, again, the, in terms of the technology that's out there, it, it's not there yet, but it has been used and it has worked before. Right. Uh, but as technology and, and medical technology is just advancing like crazy every day. And is there is it to do with stem cells in that blood? Absolutely. Or something like that? Is that what it is? And that's those, it. But aren't stem cells then able to be, can't you take stem cells from any person and use them in someone else? Obviously, hygiene um, being taken into account. But. No, I, I know. <laughs> You don't, rub, go, you don't rub it like a Voltaren cream. <laughs> <laughs> Just rub it off against me there. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that, to be honest, um, because I haven't done the full research in that side of it, the stem cell replacement and how that works. I think that's got something to do with the actual placenta or what I, I really couldn't tell you. Um, but this is unique to my daughter. Right, right. So it can be used, say, on any siblings, but mm -hmm. it's only something like 10% effective. Right, okay. So it's what is known, I suppose, as the most powerful, uh, I don't know, most powerful it Sounds like a lifeboat thing. for yourself, almost. For myself? Oh, no, no, not for you, you. I mean, as in yourself, as in the individual. It sounds like a lifeboat for it. Like it is. A, like a little lifeboat yep. for you that it could be t well, that treated like that. Yeah. Uh, where did you find out about this? Um, it was mentioned in our, at our antenatal class. Antinatal. That's yeah. always a word that I'm always saying. We're right. against natal. Fuck natal. Fuck them. They're antinatal. The fuck um, is natal? I don't know. <laughs> what? Antinatal. Pronatal. Right. Uh, it was a little dad joke there. I thought okay. you being a father, you might have yeah, got that. Yeah, but it's not anti as an A-N-T-I. I, I, I know, yeah. but the sound was anti, right? Yeah. Okay. Right, anyway, cool. Wow. Oh, God good sake. Good we, try. We'll edit that bit out. Yeah. Um, so no, wait, so we, we, tell me, wait, you heard right. about this at the So we had, um, we had seven weeks of classes basically on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. uh, which was a nightmare because it got in the way of Game of Thrones. It was fucking ridiculous. And the fucking Monday. Who does anything on a Monday? Well, they've got Monday, Thursday classes, whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you go there and basically for seven weeks, they teach you anything and everything there is to, you know, what to expect, what not to expect, that kind of stuff. Am I speaking too loudly? You can come a little bit away from the microphone. Yeah. On this one, these ones are better than the ones we were in before. Good. But um, yeah, you can not too far away. You, can, no, you see the distance I've got? I'm maintaining that kind of distance. No, I don't want to look at you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for seven weeks, we basically, yeah, learning anything and everything. They mentioned it. Uh, uh, they posted on the Facebook page and I kind of started researching it and I'm pretty sure I'm the only one in the group that's done it. Right. Uh, it's still not something that's very popular 
at this stage well it does sound on the face of it and i'm not saying this in a bad mm. way i mean i'd be interested in it i look at certain things i i other people consider be a bit way out there that is a little bit way out there because it's not at part, the moment it's not conventional oh absolutely and there's lots of things like i mean bloody cpr wasn't you know that was fairly way out there back yep. in the 50s you know yep. so yeah i mean that's what i get and i can understand where people's uh, wariness of it might be yep. the way the way i looked at it is people said you know it's quite a high cost and what happens if you don't use it blah 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 and i the way i thought about it was well what happens if they do need it yep. what happens if you know and, and and it's a horrible way to think everyone goes you know how can you think like that about you know your daughter and everyone kind of tends to picture it something happening to them as a kid mm. it's like well hang on a second this is actually there forever right what happens if they're 50 years old and i'm True. actually not around anymore and they unfortunately suffered one of these you know big illnesses or injuries or something like that and me banking their cord saved their life wow that's i think probably one of the most powerful gifts you can actually leave them i think even let's just even let's play devil's advocate let's just say it's all bullshit and doesn't work in the end i right. think still two grand for the chance I think it's a worth a gamble. No, nah, I've done the research and I've no, read stories. I'm not slagging you off. I'm just saying no, no, for no. anyone who's listening to this who's thinking <laughs> that's a load of hyperbole, right? I think I would do it. If yeah. there's a bit, even if you know, there's, if there's research out there, there's a bit of hearsay that it works and whatever, then I'd be like, two grand? If, Fuck it. What's yeah, two grand true. really for that? For that, it's nothing. It's not a lot. No, it's worth it. It's worth a punt. It's yep. worth a punt, yep. definitely. Well, I, I suppose the way I look at it is I'd probably be kicking myself if something did happen and I didn't do it. Mm. That's honestly the way I look at Precisely, it. Precisely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, did that. Yeah, good yeah. man, good yeah. man. Pre- in preparation. And um, I know you said this before. You, you kind of said, you, you, what, you, am I right in remembering this correctly? You were planning for this child, right? Yes. Yeah. So even with the planning and then when your lady friend said, hey, listen, we've hit the jackpot, did you did you get any kind of like nerves? Like, oh, shit, it's become real now. Or was it like, cool? Um, we're both quite really chilled out people, really relaxed. This is a baby. It is a baby. And honestly, I don't think it really hit us until probably, oh, we're driving to the hospital. Oh, really? <laughs> we're yeah. kind of like that. I suppose I, I could understand that. Yeah. It's like it's in there. It's Same with trips. Like, you know, uh, earlier this year, went to Hawaii for my 30th. Right. And I didn't feel like I was going to Hawaii until I'm actually sitting on the plane going, oh, shit, this mm. is happening. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's weird how I'm like that. It's funny actually you say that too about the traveling thing. Like say, like for um, example, as- Las Vegas when um, me and me, Alton, Ooh, Terry, all our group. Too soon, Paul. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. What do you mean? Too soon. Oh, okay. Well, Is this a segue into the Las Vegas? No, oh. not that at all. God, <laughs> that, Jesus, that wasn't oh, sure. at all. But you know, don't I mean, laugh, that, oh, I've kind of forgot about that already. I mean, no, that in a bad way. I wasn't, it wasn't even, that wasn't no, even I'm on kidding. my mind. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I, like landing in places like that, mm. I, for some reason, don't get the dizzying kind of like we're going like the kind of excitement doesn't seem to get me i don't know like when yeah. i'm landing in vegas and i'm landing in i'm not like saying oh this is gonna be boring but i don't know maybe i've maybe i'm either too old now to kind of get the excitement rush that you used to get it even even traveling to here when we traveled here it was like it was a bit of oh yeah traveling in new zealand well, could that be because you landed there by yourself got in a uh, hired a car and went and saw a dam no, no, no. That's pretty fucking exciting. Even on, well, Holy was, shit, you're really living on the edge. Shut your mouth, son. <laughs> um, I did it in a black Mustang, by the way. Um, by yourself? By myself, yeah. With Soundgarden blaring down the iPhone. It was awesome. How um, did you find the right-hand drive? Ah, oh, easy, because I've done it loads of times before. Right. I've, driven, I've driven in the States. So after about three or four Sorry, months... left-hand driving, drive. Uh, yeah, left-hand drive. Yeah, on the right On the right-hand side. Yeah. The, yeah, I got you. Um, I only had my license maybe three or four months, and um, after, and then I was in America driving on the, on the wrong side of the road, inverted commas. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, it's easy enough. Um, you kind of naturally... The one thing I did notice, right, when I first 
um, drove a manual in the States because mm. most cars over there are like here as well. They're all automatic mostly. And, um, you know, are you familiar with a road called Lombard Street in San Francisco? It's the world's twistiest road. It's very famous on movies, but right. people aren't very, very familiar with the name. But I know the one. It kind of goes uphill. Exactly. It yep. goes downhill, actually. It's wow. Downhill. Okay. You know so it's, what, is it a one-way that one goes way downhill? Down. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I know the one. So I drove down that, but in a manual car. And the one thing I did notice was that, you know how the, in, a, in a clutch, the clutch is on the uh, left-hand side, it's on your left shoe. Um, when I went and sat on the other side, that weird bit, well, as I compared to us, my brain also switched around the pedals in my oh. head. And I went and hit the accelerator, accelerator. thinking that was the clutch. But it was all right. You're going downhill. So I just left it. I just pushed the clutch down and freewheeled all the way down. But um, that was the only one time that I thought that, that I had a little bit of difficulty driving on the other side of the road uh, ever since then. Um, and mm. driving manuals and obviously automatics. It's just, I don't know, you just naturally figure it out you just your brain kind of adapts and it's not that big a deal so yeah and what was it like you know driving in a real car in a real car what are you yeah. saying my, my three and a half litre skyline isn't much of a real car i just saw you pulled up in what was it a skoda or <laughs> an octavia um git uh no it was good it's good man it's good um i had a mustang 5.5 nice. um yeah convertible old out i didn't take i took down the top one or two times how but, cheap um, is the gas there I don't know because I was hammered the whole time. <laughs> I honestly don't even know what that. Nah, I'm joking. I don't know what the gas sure. costs are here either. I just put the money in. Well, all I know is when we were in Hawaii, we did the round island trip. You right. know, I went and saw some turtles and went to the shrimp trucks and went to the beaches and went to some lookouts and things. Mm. You know, you, we were gone for a whole day, driving probably a good eight hours. Yeah. Went to fill up and it was something like $6. What were you driving? A mini or something? I don't know. It was just a, a standard. stroke engine? Nah. Six dollars? You're yeah. taking a piece. No, I wasn't. But sure there wasn't a zero on the end of that? Nope. I was keen to pull out. I pulled out a 20 and thought, hey, this should cover. And she goes, hey, there'll be six dollars. And so I got a Slurpee. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. And it cost me six fifty. The only place I filled up petrol was just down the road from Area 51. Well, when I say down, if it was like 38 miles away. As close as you could have got down the road from How Area 51. How was that? Didn't we talk about this last time? What? No. Did we not talk Area, about Area 51? Area, no. Do I not? Was so it exhilarating a, looking at the fence? There again. There's another oh. thing, right? So this is something I've seen on I've seen on TV loads of times, and there in front of me is the two big signs. I went to the other side. Of oh, it. you did tell me about this. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So that Sorry. again, drove there, and you know I was. You and know, you got was, told to turn the fuck around by the signs, yeah, yep. and, the, and the green light, flashing lights and stuff like that. But yep. again, another thing where like you know it's kind of it's a big thing in a way. You're going to a place where it's got well for me, I found it. But goddamn, it'd be awesome to go see that place. I go see it. Oh yeah, here I am. Right. Grand leave mm. that's it we walked around new york one time i'm in new york brand fine no problem so so what's blown your mind before um something that you've been to that you've seen in the movies and go fuck that was actually really cool <sighs> wow you're fucking you're miserable no i'm not miserable it just takes you really just me. don't enjoy life unless it's got boobs and a bomb like you know i'm not i'm not too interested uh no i am interested of course but Sydney, right? For all the, I used to have dreams as a kid before I even moved over to this world, side of the world, and um, of like being in planes, accidentally flying to that to Australia. Go, oh my god, I'm going to Australia. Then it happens. I'm coming over to New Zealand. I've gotten. Then I've been to Australia since I've been here uh, through DJ and stuff. Yeah, going to play a gig. And which, which way did you come from when you came? Direct to here. Way? Direct here. How? How? By plane. What do you mean direct to here? <laughs> well, I came from like, England. Well, no. You mean, oh, you want to know the actual route? Yeah, yeah. Did you go I, through I Asia? Me, did did I you go, go through America? I thought you were meaning, did we go to Australia first, spend some nah. time there and then come here? That's what I thought you nah. meant. No, we went from Dublin to Abu... Uh, no, Dublin to London, then to um, Kuala Lumpur. Oh, yeah. And then, um, then to... Yeah, then to yeah. Auckland, yeah. Asian yeah. route. 
Yeah, and then any other time I've done it, it's been a, it's been a different way. It's been Auckland, Sydney, then to Abu Dhabi, yeah. and then I prefer Dublin. that one. Yeah, I, I prefer, prefer that one because yeah. you jump on, you get on the A three eighty, don't you? For no, that no, six, I haven't no? though. But I know that you can be on that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been on that one yet though. Um, but it's really the only plane that fits me. Well, yeah, I suppose you got it. Like, do you when you sit down, do they open like a trapdoor from the from the floor above and let you stick your head up beside people's feet? <laughs> it's 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 less the head, mate. I'm I actually got a short body. It's more the legs. But yeah, on on a standard economy, like you know, economy flight especially with the fact that I've had knee surgeries, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. But the A380, you almost feel like you're stretching out. So it's, it's just, that much bigger. You're in the economy of the A380, yeah. yeah and it's a bigger, bigger economy. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's cool. I would have thought they would have tried to cramp it all up again. Nah. And oh. if you think the economy's like that, can you imagine what, you know, gold yeah, class yeah, and the yeah. rest is? I was lucky enough, um, I've flown business class or I suppose whatever it is, it might be first class, but I've flown the same, that class twice in my, and I have to say, I didn't look at it, but the first time, I, the first time that it was a free upgrade because a flight messed up or something yeah. like that. And then the second time was I was just so, I was a shell of myself. So much coming back from Vegas, it was seven hundred fifty dollars. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm paying that" because yeah. there's no way I'm sitting down. And yeah, I don't know. With it, was the seven fifty is not bad. That was an upgrade from what I don't know what the standard price if you're going to pay for it. Directly. You, was it in New Zealand? No, that was uh, um, American Airlines. No, okay. So I've done Air New Zealand's um, first or business class, whichever it is, and then I've done American Airlines first or business class. Right. So where were you flying to and from? From LA back to Auckland. So that was that's a good twelve-hour flight. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was worth seven hundred and fifty dollars. Absolutely worth it. On top of what I had paid for, whichever whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Still worth it. But um, yeah, it was. Well, it cost me actually. It cost me a bit more than that because they took my money three times before they before they actually issued a ticket. So they charged my account three times. But anyway, that's it. That's pretty impressive that you had that much money in the bank. Oh well, thank you very much. Cheers, man. I take. I look at see your insurance. I make sure my account has got money in it. I'm never in debt. Never in debt. Um, Yet. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now. Um, so. Yeah. So when you were saying we were doing this was a big tangent for me saying so you weren't scared about the whole being uh, having a baby on the way. It was just like it wasn't until you're going to the to the actual hospital. And was that because you were just worried about if there'd be any complications or whatever, or was it just that was when it hit you for real? It just really hits you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. You know, when it's on the way and you go, shit, this is happening. Uh, this is going down. You know, until then, you, you know, you kind of lie in bed and joke about it and go, are we ready? Are we going to? Are we going to be good parents? Like, oh I'm definitely going to be. Like, as a, you know, we're joking. We're being sure, sarcastic. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to be one of those dads that tries to embarrass my kid at every chance possible. I eh? could well imagine that. Oh shit! From the yeah. best I know of you, I could see that happening yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I've dad jokes up to my ears. Oh mate, that's a lot of dad jokes of your height Fuck as well. Yeah. I mean, you got you got six and six point three feet of uh, dad jokes to get in there. Um, so how long did the baby stay in the hospital before you took it away? Um, before you could take claim it as yours? And so we were in there Friday night, gave birth Saturday morning, and we didn't get out of there till about Tuesday. Right, okay. Um, so we had the chance to go to like a birthing center. So there are actually birthing centers available where they can look what after you. What does that you. mean? Uh, where you go there and you get sort of a private room and they, you know, they give you food and drinks and they kind of just look after you. Is that part of just the government health service? Right, or is that a so there's thing? one in Walkworth and that is part of the government. Right. You get it for free. Wow. And then there's one in Parnell, which I think you pay something like 380 bucks a night. Uh, but they do look after you, like I said. And, and, and Surely you get a hotel room, though, just as good quality well, service. It's not the point, though. They've got the they've got the nurses there, mate. Ah, you know, they've got an on-site paramedic or yeah. something, I'm sure, at the, ho- at the <laughs> hotels, like, which pretty much knows the same thing. Like, just wipe its ass like this and stop letting it piss everywhere. There, doctor. Room 72, open <laughs> your legs, love. Oh, I want to have d- a look. Oh, here we go. See, there it oh, is. There sorry. it is. See, there's the well, tone. Was? You wouldn't get this with Alton. You won't get this. Oh. You get a lower tone of Alton. You that's, get fucking fucking fucking. That's the Alton touch there. No, no we're just giving Alton a oh. quick a quick mention there. Because oh, um, he'd, he'd be listening and he's going, for fuck's sake, stop talking about that. Stop talking about this. Um, Should we get into American politics? He loves that. 
I'm joking. Don't. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, we actually ended up staying in the hospital because they really did look after us. Okay. It was good. Cool, man. We cool. enjoyed it. Um, got our own room. Baby's crying at night. They come in, help you out. I obviously got home because I'm not allowed to stay there. So I pushed it as much as I could. Normally dads have to leave by nine, but I was That's a bit saying, sexist. God damn. Yeah. That's a bit sexist. Why can't the mother go home and you stay? There's no room. What the mother can just go home? True. True. What do you mean? There's no room. I do have moobs, so. There you are, mate. Yeah. And fine pair they are as well. I can well. definitely feed the baby. Oh, mate. Um, so when you got her home and all that, and then it was like you go home and it's your first night home yep. with the baby in the yep. house. And obviously, I guess you've been woken up during the night or whatever. But yep. then when you wake up and it's like actual proper time to wake up, you go, you go running to go see the baby like it's like a brand new toy when you're a kid at Christmas. Well, we've or got baby in the room nearby, right? So right. we can actually hear anything, everything if she starts, you know. But I mean, having you, a whinge when you get up, are you excited to go look at the baby? Oh, again? Of course, yeah. You're like, this, you've got that kind of like brand new toy feel, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And, and and I try and you know change as many nappies as I can, believe it or not. And I try and feed the baby as much as I can because it's sort of, sort of my bonding time, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it. You know, um, and obviously then now I've started uh, slowly getting back to uh, work a lot. Can more. I ask what did you name her? Uh, her name's Mia. Mia. Yeah. As in like M-I-A. M-I-A. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. As in the spacecraft. I straight in that space. I go straight away with space, uh, the space um, station called Mia. That's why. Oh, is there? And that's such a nerd, man. Which country is that? That was uh, the that was the USSR. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's a bad or good thing. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there you are. Anyway. Um, yeah, well, I've got one of those very Eastern European names, right? Very long name that's, as we established before, yeah. very hard to pronounce. Sweaty, sweaty ball sack. Sweaty ball sack. And um, I guess all I know is, you know, I've grown up in New Zealand. It's my 20th year here now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I've always struggled with, you know, spelling my name and people mispronouncing. Have you really? With your own spelling? Are you serious? What? Well, oh, you mean no, people, like people misspelling? Yeah, yeah okay. I thought, like, you were, I thought you were telling me you've had trouble spelling your own name. No, like, but when, when people ask what my name yeah, is, yeah. I actually do not pronounce it. I go straight into spelling. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they go, oh, right, he's spelling it. And then you kind of get halfway through and you th- they think you're finished. And you go, and there's a V and an S and a K and an O. And, yeah. and they're all oh, silent. <laughs> How do you say that? Don't bother. <laughs> it actually it was quite um, obvious at the recent voting, right? So you go yeah. to vote. And they have to actually pronounce the name back to you. Really? Yeah, that's oh, part of their. I don't remember that happening. Because you have fucked up. Remember? Hmm? We, when you hammered, when you voted, <laughs> you're drunk at all times. I'm not always drunk oh, at okay. all times. God damn! I thought that's Hang what on. DJs do. There you go. Just got to get rid of that beer. Um, so, <laughs> no, speaking of which, can, you have, can you have a couple of cold ones for me next time? Next time we'll do something Please. like that. Yeah, yeah. We have to do. It. We can't do it at my work. Can't we, get, we did that. Me and Alton did that one time. Get in trouble? No, we didn't get in trouble. But I thought back to. It, I thought we could have got in trouble there. Right. Because I mean, we're not even meant to have drinks of water in here, and there's right. me and Alton in the in the smaller studio drinking gin with ice and everything. What? Their dungeon? In the dungeon oh, where we were before. Thanks yeah. again for not having me in there. I'll, yeah. I just I'm, it I'm was a more, scheduling a scheduling uh, issue. That was all it was. Um, so yeah, so uh, the baby's here. Yeah, baby's here, and you've and you're a, and you're a dad. And would you recommend it? Absolutely, you would. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, it, it takes a while before you kind of get anything really back from them mm-hmm. by the time they smile and laugh you know they're, they're obviously not there yet mm-hmm. but man as soon as you know they're asleep in your hands and they kind of all of a sudden open their big blue eyes and you just yeah. go you just melt I've, she's you, got me around her finger <laughs> I'm fucked um, do you reckon you're going to be one of these dads when the boyfriends come around and like who the fuck are you maybe yeah depends I think I might I don't know. like I'm a co- I'm, I'm going to be a cool dad so yeah, I'm actually sure. I'm not going to give him shit because I know how tough it is you know like uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I be I this, knowing the way lads are, having been one for a few years myself, um, 
and just knowing how, and then seeing how, and plus working in clubs and bars and stuff all my life, and knowing how guys, I'm not saying all guys are assholes, yeah. but just knowing that they are the they, they are the ones that make themselves known. I know what you mean. You hear you yeah. hear me now, blood, right? The, the, yeah. the, the, the loudest in the, in yeah. the bar, the yeah, ones yeah. you don't want. And you see the girls getting like their bums pinched and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I think if I had a daughter, as soon as she turns anyway able to walk on two legs by herself, yeah. straight away, I can understand a little bit. I'm going to go dark here. Prepare yourselves. I can understand where Joseph Fritzl was coming from. I can understand it. Now, he went and pushed it too far. He went too far. Literally. He went too far. He went deep, deep on the ground, right? However, I get the nuance of what he was trying to convey there in his message. I wouldn't go the whole hog, though, with the whole having kids with your daughter thing. That's obviously pushing. That's almost hypocritical, I would say. However, I could see me being very protective is what I'm trying to say. The crux of this now awkward conversation I'm having with you, Strett, that's the crux of where I'm trying to get at. I feel like being in the dungeon, you were preparing for something like a fritzel <laughs> the, the other week. Warm you up. Trying to warm you up for that one. Do you think you're going to have kids? Um, if I find... I don't know. I am... I Someone am de- desperate. <laughs> Finish the sentence. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I am. I don't know 100% in my mind if I want kids. I think, yes, I do, right? And obviously, it'd have to be with someone, you know, that, you know you, I'd prefer to have it in a more traditional way. I don't mean get married necessarily and all that, but I'd prefer well, to have it with someone. No, exactly. So. I'm, I'm more of a traditional... Um, um, a, a couple in a, in a couple in a relationship and uh, with someone that you truly love and boom yeah because I, I that's what I mean I'm sure that goes for everyone what am I saying I'm sure everyone thinks the very same thing so so in your mind what does that look like time wise how long do you actually need with someone to realize you know you're in love with them you want to spend the rest of your life with them have babies with them what does that look like to you well at one point I thought you needed forever right and um I think current age. Co- my current age is 37. Yeah, but because you're in that current oh, age? Oh, maybe you shorten that down a bit. Yeah. But I think for guys, it's not such of a big deal. But personally, I wouldn't want to be... I mean, my dad had me when I was th- when he was 35. So and even then, looking as a yeah. kid, I thought my dad was kind of old at that stage. Um, and then I was his eldest. So he had then he had his, uh, my brother when he was 40. Yeah, my, sorry, I'm trying to figure out. My dad was 34 right, when right. he had me. Are you the eldest? And 42 when he had my youngest brother. Right. Okay. So, so big gap. No, Joe, I'm a middle child. I go, I go with the Joe Rogan equation, right? Gotcha. Joe Rogan, I think, had his first couple of kids in his mid forties, and then he got married to a really hot woman in his mid forties. So there's all to play for, right. all to play. For. Right. I'm a fit guy, mate. I'm a fit dude. I've lost all my hair, but I'm still, yeah. I'm still, I'm still punching above my weight. Not a comedian yet, though. Not a comedian yet. We'll yeah. get to that. You got a podcast? Tech. Got a podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently fit, tick. Apparently fit me yep. whole, absolutely fit, done. Um, trust me, ask the ladies. So um, could be a comedian and you tick all three boxes. Maybe, maybe. We'll see what the comedian... I'm not very funny here, obviously, but we'll look at episode, that. But we will... I'm Paul gonna... becomes Joe Rogan. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell me about the UFC. Tell me more. Do you ever, I mean, I love listening to that podcast and um, don't listen to it right now until you, until you finish this one, of course. But um, I know it's any time I listen to his um, podcast, which I do uh, admire completely. It was almost a, a bit of an inspiration why we started doing this one um he always no matter who he's talking to just about nine times out of ten brings in the ufc yeah. so he could be talking to someone about social justice warrior kind of nonsense going and we'll on bring UFC. and it will come in somehow or boxing yeah he had some guy um the other the last one i was listening to was a, a ceo of some big corporation talking about different things about um, free markets and stuff it's quite interesting i don't have a clue about any of that stuff but even i found it interesting however he still managed to bring in a bit of ufc banter and it's almost like when they're doing the show i wonder there's someone in the back bring up a card and go talk about ufc now it's like so um you know gm foods are all well and good but it kind of reminds me of conor mcgregor's first fight against jose aldo and that's basically you know that was a lot of genetic modification going on there but it's funny what you said about the banking crisis in asia it's kind of like he brings it in and snaps out again i know what you mean 
I know what you mean, but you can kind of understand it, right? They've got their strength, strong points. That's, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's honestly, you guys do it too. We do if it you with DJing. It, DJing every Absolutely, time. Yeah, you know? yeah. oh. you, you've already brought it up and we barely, barely started talking. Well, we've been here for 27 minutes now. Well, so. I'm sure you talked to, oh no, that was before the no, microphones we, came on. And we were talking about something else there, which we were. Yeah, DJing. Yeah, it was DJing. It involved yeah. DJing. Spinning discs. Spinning discs. Dick, 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 discs. Hey, shut up, man. Shut up. Like, honestly, stop. What? I have the power. I have the power what DJing? of veto here. Um, yeah, no, DJing's cool, man. Have you done it? You've done it, haven't you? No. You've never done DJing? No. Have you got any I've, interest? I've got a record player at home, but that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all you need, really. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been interested? I don't, in I don't you know, do what Terry does and go, wick, wick. He's very good at that as well. Is Terry, he? our friend, yeah, kid, the kid night. But would you ever, have you ever tried that? No. You, you wouldn't. Would you have Not any interest in um, I, I, I was in a relationship from a very young age when I was 16 to 23 with my first, you know, high school sweetheart type thing. So I kind of missed out on all the party, party oh, right. times, really. Right, right. Didn't really go out a lot. So I never got into... I don't know, what do you call it? Your EDM scene, your dance, dance music, music scene, your house yeah. music. Clubbing. 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 Never really did that until I was uh, probably 24. So okay. I'm you know, a bit of a late bloomer. But that music never really appealed to me. What were you into then? Anything and everything. That's the, that's the thing is right. I could listen to anything and everything. So that's a good anything way to from, I don't know, Linkin Park to um, Snoop Dogg to, yeah. you know, I did love and probably to this day prefer R&B and hip hop. Well, I'd always been into but, music and I suppose my first kind of stuff that I thought I was getting into, when I said I was actually into it, but I thought... It was kind of weird. To, it's hard to explain. But anyway, first kind of music mm. was hip hop, right? And yep. it was it was actually you know what it was salt and pepper and things like that, right? So my first my first ever single was um, the 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 um, do you remember the, the track that came out from the t- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the okay. very first one? That I, was my I first don't. ever single. Ah, well, some people might. Um, and then oh singles, of course you could, you could buy a single CD, single cassette, Cass- oh cassette. This was a cassette. This is Fuck how old yeah, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. This was old and day stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I got the days a, of the floppy disks. Yeah, the floppy disks. I have a few of those at yeah, home. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I got into um, alternative rock and stuff like that. Like because yep. I mean, kids were listening to it at school, so I was listening. To that. That's when Pearl Jam and Nirvana right. and that kind of stuff. I never got into those. Yeah. Like Corn and Metallica and all. I never, Metallica, never really never, got into nah, those. Nah, that wasn't the Corn and Metallica mm. were for the kids who wore glasses and very. And I'm pale skinned when I say yep. very, very. That was almost a goth end. It, I mean, it's not goth, but it was nearly that end. We were more kind of like the the grunge end, which seemed a little bit more. Um, I don't know, a little bit more cool and trendy. But not saying that of us, that was just the way we felt at the time. And then I got into, um, I went to, moved to London when I was 16, 17 or something like that. Went to my first nightclub down there. And straight away I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'll be honest. Is that a kilo of cocaine? No, no, no. Oh, what? Uh, two, two kilos, two kilos, of course. Okay. And um, the women, I have to say, it was the women that caught my eye first. Like, Jesus Christ, the girls in here are stunning. And uh, I really like the idea. Virgin by this stage, though? Oh, absolutely. Still am. Still am. Still am. Oh, gotcha. And, um, waiting myself, for God? Waiting for God. Yeah. Yeah, waiting for God to come and pick me up. Um, Do you wear a tinfoil hat when you watch all those dirty movies? Yes, of course. Otherwise, it will read absolutely, your mind. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, yeah, got into dance music that way. I wanted to become a DJ when I saw what how fun it was and all that stuff. And yeah, I think because of, and also because I was brought up in bars all my life, um, listening to the music that was always on in the bars. And my parents used to always be buying new music all the time to put on the background systems. And my I was into soul and stuff and old 80s hits. Well, at the time, they were just called today's hits. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've never been into one particular type of music, which is kind of Neither. annoying when people ask me, oh, so what's your, what, oh, you're a DJ, so what kind of music do you like? And I'm like, it's almost, I don't like getting that question. I'm almost like going, oh, shut up. Cause I, I know f- what you mean. So do you, do you listen to the radio at all when you're in no, a car? No, not really. Always play your own music? Yeah, majority and what you, of the time. what's your go-to? 
now that I've got my iPhone connected yeah. Bluetooth and stuff, there's lots of hip hop playing at the moment. Um, I had Soundgarden and uh, Stone Temple Pilots playing the other day. Um, I'll just let it go random. I've yeah. got the 80, I've got an 80s playlist in there with um, loads of different stuff, but like kind of more the rare groove 80s, which is kind of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily know the names of, but these all tracks you've heard. Of. I was like, oh man, that's fucking cool. That's, oh, I love this kind of stuff. And then you realize, oh shit, that's from the 80s because the 80s actually had some very good music, not the cheesy stuff you always keep hearing, like, but um, some of that even then was kind of iconic. Mm. Um, so yeah, and just the way I was brought up, I was always into music, always wanted to do something with audio and it's given me, and I, I do hate the term, but it is the only term I can think of that correctly describes it. I've got a hugely eclectic taste of music. Same. Well, I, the way the way I'm, I guess this became apparent to me is um, I was going to a wedding down in Hawke's Bay and um, I stopped into uh, Taupo to right. have, you know, have, have some lunch and there was this music store there. And I walked in and had a look and the guy had basically a lot of vinyl there and mm. most of it was brand new. Ended up spending about 400 bucks. Wow, I went for man. lunch and I bought $400 Jesus of Christ. vinyl because I'd sort of just got my record, record player maybe, mm. I don't know, a month ago. So I thought, oh, okay, you know. What kind of uh, record player you got? It's get? just standard from Real Groovy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, right. Didn't get an amp or anything. I got speakers that actually have the amp built in. So you just sure. pl- they're just direct plugins and yeah, yeah, they yeah. just play now. They're, yeah. But I walked out of the store, you know, actually when I walked up to the counter, the guy, st- he, he knew his shit. Mm. He knew his music. He knew everything about the vinyl, knew what year that was released. He knew how many pieces were released. He just knew his shit. Um, what, what was really weird is that he was like an absolute full gym junkie. Really? Yeah. Oh, mate. See, that's it. He fit his shirt and he's just as, he just looks like he's as juiced up. That's the thing. You can never tell anymore. You know, that's yeah, the thing. And you his look love for music is out of this world. Yeah. Like he knew anything and everything. And I mean about every genre. So anyway, dude, I honestly, in the end, I think I... Stop bagging so hard. Why? Because you can hear it through the microphone. But that's God, what she said. In, dear Lord. <laughs> anyway, in the end, you were saying... Sorry. I uh, ended up buying... Uh, what did I buy? I bought NWA. Oh, really? On vinyl. Cool. I bought... John Legend. I bought Lincoln Park. I bought Ed Sheeran's. I bought Amy Winehouse. I bought Jody Mitchell. Mm. Um, the, the the you know the genres were all over the place. And this guy kind of looked at him and went, "Mate, what do you listen to? Anything in particular?" Or <laughs> you know, there was just so every genre I think I could actually get. No, it's cool, man. This, and I, I really I do think like it's it. it's it's good to have a, a healthy, varied taste of music. I think because that way, because music is a very uh, tribal thing as well. Mm. You know, you can have the people who are in the hip hop, and then they. You know, you find out. You know, you can have an argument going, "Oh, hip hop's much better than rock music." Mm. Oh, fuck you! Hip hop's full of shit. It's all about killing people and this, that, and the mm. other. And yeah, what made you go for a, um, a turntable though? Recently, what what made you want? Oh, to go for right, it? no, I bought it four years ago. Oh, um, okay, right. Just became single, that kind of thing. So I thought oh, I'm gonna try and lad up my yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the flat when I live by myself. Was it just purely for a ladding up thing, or was it something you were like, I don't want to hear what vinyl's like? Both. You just right, okay, yeah. So it, it wasn't was, just like a piece of decoration nah, for your house. No, nah, just kind of like furniture got obviously removed out of the house. Mm. Um, there was a space there, so I bought like a cool stand for it. Went and bought the vinyl. Went and bought some vinyl. Had a, like a whiskey stand. Oh, nice. You know, a few Cuban cigars, oh, that man. kind of shit. You yeah. know, so yeah, yeah it, was, that's, it was that. That's 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 that. That's doing yeah. that's doing lad wise classy. Yeah, that's, that's, I yeah, like that. I like that. That's good, man. You know and. You know, at, at the time, you know, if lady comes around, you check on a vinyl, pop a bottle of wine, and um, like the the moods, the moods good. The problem with vinyl is you gotta go and swap it every fucking ah, uh, well that's part six of the, minutes. Uh, that's part uh, of the romanticism. Uh, oh, excuse me, it. hang on, I'll be right back. No, that's part of the romanticism, <laughs> and it gives you an excuse as well if you need to get up and adjust yourself or something like that. You know, um, do they still make those ones where like you yes. know the hand picked up the vinyl? And you can get those. I actually have a I don't have a picture here. We know good for the for mm. the podcast anyway. But I have a like a P 
piece of furniture. Otherwise, it's it's like a it's about three foot high. It's about four foot wide. It's actual olden day from the seventies um, FM. AM and turntable all in one thing wow. with a lift up lid the whole thing my ex-girlfriend bought it for me um, years ago and I never really wanted to get rid of it when we where is it broke up. It's, at my, it's actually beside my bed actually We've only turned here it on. in New Zealand oh it's in New Zealand oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. she bought it from some guy out in the sticks somewhere um, looks pretty cool it's very retro it's got the kind of cloth speakers on the front of it it's an all in one job it would have been your, the, 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 sent, the lounge hi-fi system back in the day when people you know, actually had families and houses didn't just rent them do you think that's gone up in value um, or is maybe. it too old and shit that it's no, like no, nah, it's, still, it's, it's a got, fucking antique nah, the bits that need to be fixed is just it needs to be um, properly earthed and maybe a, and the needle is sharp as fuck on okay. it so it hasn't been used all that much in fact we never play the turntable on. I know it works it spins but um, but I used to yeah you can get those you can get those arm ones as well they drop down the vinyl and stuff like that but I used to always I remember when I had my turntable set up in my bedroom back home as a kid when I was learning to DJ and then actually then went on to DJ I had the Technics turntables and the mix and the whole thing set up as a permanent thing in my room and at about night time before going to bed I'd put on a record it'd be an album or something like that. I'd put on what was it Public Enemies he's got game theme um, soundtrack one night just left it play and then woke up the next day and you hear that yeah it was kind of I don't know it was cool like yeah. you'd be asleep you'd know that you you knew then you fell asleep within that 20 minutes because that's yep. what you got on the side is 20 it, minutes it is, it? it is fun um, and I, I haven't played on vinyl for so long but there is that that smell of vinyl that tactileness as well when you actually DJ so you can actually play on vinyl Oh, that's what oh, I started really? playing on. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's I started playing on a. Um, here we go, DJing. <laughs> but is that something once you learn, you kind of have you it never forever? forget? It, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if even, but you know, it's 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 a little bit of that. It's like if I didn't play for like a, a, a good while, maybe two, I think the longest I've not DJed maybe by been two or three months. That's the longest gap between not DJing, and even with turntable in, in CDJs now, it was. Um, just a case of just oh yeah that's what I do when I do this track that is more it wasn't like how do I beat mix it's just like where do I transition here again because I'm I'm always thinking now in phases and I'm I've got the songs playing in my head ahead of time and I'm going oh coming up next there'll be that drop and I'm going to try and drop kick in here and I'll, yeah I'm thinking oh, you in lost more stages yeah well that's the thing no idea it's hard to explain yeah but you know you've got verse you've got verse chorus verse chorus kind of thing and you've got structure in music so because they say the, the the real DJing is the vinyl right everything else is just Back then, I'm joking. No, no, but it's an <laughs> argument, though. You see, that's a, that is very good. It's a very, um, it's a, it's because well, nowadays you can have people argument. almost checking a USB stick I and, do that. Just, and it just plays by itself, right? It doesn't play by itself, no. But there are some that have pre mixed and you just hit play and they pretend like they're doing stuff. I think some people does do that, that happen. That does do, and there's been yeah. people caught out doing that. I mean, they yeah. have to do it. Isn't that what David Guetta does? If well, I think he. I don't know if he really does, to be honest. He might do it. I'd say he, I wouldn't be surprised if he does sometimes and other times he doesn't because right. I'd say he's playing so often and he's playing the same set probably all the time. He's like, fuck it, you know? And to be fair, I'm going to sound a little bit maybe, I don't know, controversially. I'd say a lot of his crowd don't have a clue what DJing is about anyway. Well, I was going to say, so so again, I don't know anything about DJing, but just explain to me. It's not that difficult either. My understanding is that you kind of have to be present, right? Yeah, there yeah. and doing things and mixing and whatnot. How does it work when you know at these big shows and stages and things like that? When you actually have the DJ come away from the table, stand at the front of the stage for five minutes, songs playing in the background, crowds obviously losing it. What's mm. he actually doing? Well, that's a good question. I mean, there's two things you could say if you want to be kind of try and look at it properly. Is right. It could be a long track because most DJ tracks are six or seven minutes. Yeah, but there's shit happening in the background. Then there's a drop. Well, he's not and doing one... all that stuff. Yeah, well, who is? Well, the drop is probably in the track. 
Remember, these guys well, are mostly producers as well. That's the one thing as well. DJs nowadays aren't DJs. They're right, producers producer. first, then they're DJs. Gotcha. Before, it used to be the DJ. And then it was like, oh, so a DJ so-and-so's got a track. I was like, how the fuck did he figure out to do that? You know? He's like, right, okay. Okay. And then it's gone the other It's gone the other way around. That's why everyone who wants to be a, a DJ in the cool world now mm. has to become a producer if they want to be given the trendy figures. Um which I think is kind of, I, I think it's a little nonsense, to be honest. Um, Tell me, did you go to the symphony thing that everyone's talking about? No, but I saw some videos of it and I saw the setup and it looks awesome. Really? And I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't go. It That's was, a cool idea by yeah. the sound of it. Well, I know that, um, I'm not trying to take away blah, blah, but I, cause it, the BBC, BBC Radio 1, as far as I know, were one of the first big stations around the world that did it. And I remember watching even the rehearsals. So I can only, I was watching the rehearsals, they were live streaming them. And it just looked like so much um, direction and organization needed to be done and stuff like that. So I can only imagine what, what it must have been like to get the one over here. Well, done how many as well. people did I get in? Do you know? For this one here? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I'm sure it's, I'm pretty certain it's sold was out. It Town Hall? Town Hall, yeah. 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 It looked amazing. It's quite a lot. It looked amazing. Like even the way that the orchestra is set up and stuff like that. And um, um, just, it just, it looked, it looked awesome and it looked classy as well. You know, mm. it had that same idea of how so I imagine So what kind of see. tunes would they have played? Would they have played something like Darude Sandstorm? I think they did have, um, I don't know if they played that, but I think I heard in the video there was uh, Insomnia, Faithless was wow. one of the ones. Okay. Um, and just you can hear the orchestra going, I mean, the orchestra is making up a lot of the tracks as well. I'd be interested though, because I didn't, I don't know how the, how either this one was done or the one the BBC Radio 1 guys did, um, but I'd be interested to know how much of when they're DJing, what part were they playing the full track and the orchestra's playing on top of it and then you just mute out parts of the track, like as in EQ some of it out. Oh, so or, there was an actual DJ aspect to it. It yeah, wasn't yeah, just yeah, yeah, the orchestra yeah. playing the actual no, song. No, 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 no. There was an actual DJ playing as well. I mean, as far as I know, yeah. I mean, no, the, the, again, just and going back to the one that Radio 1 did, um, they definitely had the Pete Tong was DJing at it. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, I'm pretty certain they had the DJs here doing it as well. Um, I think um, Erica Amore was possibly one of them. Was, well, she was part of the organizer. She obviously she was, organized yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, whether or not she... I mean, I assume she would have DJed at it. She's an awesome DJ. Um, and um, General Lee, I believe, was one of the other guys who was DJing at it as well. So, I mean, but I'd be really interested. I must have asked them. Um, was it... Were they playing... Um, tracks that had like just certain elements of the songs. I'm or sure they they'll pull the out some track. video soon. Oh, maybe I could just ask her. I know, I know Erica well. Yeah, yeah, She's a good yeah. Friend. Um, I'm sure they, there is video of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll have. Some we, do you think they could open up to what hip hop, R&B? I say you can do everything nowadays. To be fair, I think it would be open to all kinds I, of stuff. I, I mean, would definitely go to that. There's um, in there's orchestras that do Metallica stuff. There's wow. uh, there's um, there is an actual there's a group. I can't remember what they're called, but there is an actual group that does Metallica. They're a full orchest- orchestral group, and they'll. I'm sure they. I'm sure they do other stuff as well. But when they come to do these concerts, they're called something something Metallica or something like that, um, and it's pretty intense. I mean, there's loads of um, a lot of um, I don't know what the pro- wind instrument groups, a lot of trumpets and 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 uh, all the other things. Uh, oh, not oboes, the big old bloody boom boom. Uh, bass, bass, yes, cello. Uh, no, that's string stuff. Anyway, there's a load of tracks out there as well that like. Um, Isn't bass and cello the same shit except one's played. St- with string and the other ones play with the I think might no I think a cello is smaller than a bass a cello is like bigger than ah look I don't know because I'm going to sound oh, like right, a dick here, like, but, uh, but um, there is a load of like um, outcast tracks that have been done redone with um, um, trumpet orchestras I can't cool. think um, I've played a few of them there's Killing in the Name of by Rage Against Machine it's done by a group called The Apples from Israel um, oh, they've wow. done something that's it's amazing as well um yeah, the, uh, yeah there was kind of that jazzy feel was going around for a while there was a lot of jazz artists doing or jazz groups doing um, conventional, more mainstream songs. And it sounds awesome. And then you've got other groups I've just come across. as some kind of like salsa group, like a kind of um, uh, Shan Chan kind of group that do covers of police mu- of the police. 
you know so it's all this kind of like cuban sounding instruments police yeah but it's the police like roxanne and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff it's pretty intense um but yeah that's a great thing and that's we're going back and that's why i think it's healthy to have a very varied um taste in music and to be interested and get yourself kind of like stuck into other genres that you wouldn't normally you know take a casual interest in maybe just go i'll have a listen check it out if you don't like it move on but exactly try and analyze or not analyze i think two people do shut themselves out and they you know they likes they might like hip-hop for example they might prefer they might like um, you know, a dance music type situation. You go, oh, you know, do you listen to Ed Sheeran? And go, oh, fuck off, he's a pussy. You know, how do you mm. listen to pop music? He's shit. Yeah. And it's just like, actually, you haven't given it a shot. You haven't listened to his music. His music, for example, again, I'm only using him as an example mm-hmm. because it's a good example. Usually, well, his new album when it came out, all 18 songs were the top 18 songs, I believe, in Britain. Yeah, yeah. It was, or whatever it was, the chart is. It, yeah, yeah. It was um, all 18. That's a weird one. The way that the blast party down to the way music is consumed now too, as well. I'm not saying it's shit that they were on now. That's a mm. travesty or anything, but that's unusual. I mean, when you would you would never have seen that even if he was just as popular now. Let's say go back 20 years, you wouldn't have seen that anyway. It's just I think the way music is distributed that, that kind of almost messes up the charts. Mm. I could be wrong. Um, well, I mean, I've seen him live twice, right? And he doesn't bring a band. Oh, he's all just he's him, by is himself it? on a loop on a, on back. It tracks, is, is it? No loop. Oh, he, he's got loop he pedals, loops his ah, pedals and got he you, got creates you. his own song on the spot. Oh, that's awesome. And then kicks into it, does rapping, sings, does beatboxing, okay. whatever, everything. So why are people always ragging on him? I don't know. I know a lot of this can also, I mean, look, you've got Justin Bieber's in the world and the, the guy can sing. He obviously has to be able to sing, right? There is that too. Um, but a lot of it also as well, people do or do not realise is that done by agents and people who are in the business. And you got to remember, there's two sides to it. There's, a, there's where there's the pure talent. Like We'll just say, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. We'll go with Ed Sheeran's one of those people who's purely talented and all this stuff. It's all his own doing and with just good management. Lord, for example, I put that in there too. Um, but then you've got the Justin Bieber's in the world and people have to realise he's a product of a company as well. So he's going to be manufactured. He's a doll. He's a puppet, you know, to give it a proper analogy. And he'll be given tracks to sing as well. It's not like he's writing them all himself either. Um, well, as soon as you sign that contract, they own you, don't they? Yeah, there is that. And that, yeah. that, there was always quite a lot of talk for when there's uh, all the American Idol, New Zealand's Got Idol, yeah, whatever the yeah. hell they're called. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as you sign for Sony, they basically own you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and a lot of people, I think, realize that when they got close to winning it or once they won it, they go, oh, shit, this isn't what I thought it was. And there's not many of those that won those competitions around today. And I, I mean, that was always the argument. It was like people were getting fanatical about these things. But it was like, guys, you've kind of been taken for a ride here in a way, which if you know that, that's great. But if you don't realize it, I think... They should be open to knowing that. Um, and then you find out none of these people who won, like back back in the UK, there was it's a big deal to have the Christmas number one. I don't know if it's a big deal to have the Christmas number one here in New Zealand, but it's certainly a big deal there. And um, it was for years. It was um, always an X Factor winner. Mm. And, it was, and the X Factor season and everything was timed mm. and paired up to win for, Christmas. for that. And um, there was a big backlash one year to get Rage Against Machine killing in the name of at number one instead. <laughs> and I was part of the, I started the Irish version of it as well. <laughs> And it, and it worked. The Irish one, I think it got number two, but in England, Rage Against Machine, Killing in the Name of, yes. became number one for Christmas, I think, of 2009. Is that, iTunes obviously was out then. iTunes was around at yep. the time, yeah. So you, is that kind of what the push was? I would have People helped, yeah, for sure. gone on there and bought. Just a huge campaign as well. People were generally sick as well of always X Factor again. Because before, yep. it used to be, there used to be a little bit of fun of knowing who the Christmas number one was. Yep. And then you would hear the Christmas number one on compilation albums years later go, ah, that reminds me of that Christmas time, blah, blah. Mm. But then if you had like five or six years of nothing but fucking X Factor hits, it takes away from 
you know, a little bit of a life experience in a way, a little small little minor thing, but enough to make people in the UK and go, right, fuck this. That, I mean, it came to the point, it was it was in not the uber early days of Facebook when this happened, but 2009, it wasn't, Facebook wasn't as quite as the behemoth as it, it was back then, but not near, near it was now, that the page in particular was so busy, it kept crashing. That particular, like, there were just like pages, it kept crashing, and Facebook had to intervene to keep bringing the page Facebook back never, up again. Because Facebook never crashes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Things. That's it. Interesting. It? So it, that well, was because quite, there was so much traffic. So much traffic on this particular page, yeah. That happened in New Zealand, um, I was part of as well, it was about four years ago, with mm. uh, Fletch and Vaughan right, yeah. on radio. They said, let's bring a particular song to number one in New Zealand. Yeah. So they obviously have got quite a lot of listeners and people follow, um, so you know they had everyone jump online and yeah, buy it. I spent you know, a dollar thirty nine and it was uh Toto Africa. Ah that's a great track. And uh it, it became number one <laughs> they watched it climb the chat the charts. That's brilliant. And in the end got number one to the point where obviously uh uh Toto got told about it. Yeah. Because you know they get oh by the way you're number one that's uh, awesome. in New Zealand. And they posted something on their Twitter page. Toto's got a Twitter page and said, oh, thank you to all our New Zealand followers. Um, <laughs> we've been talking to management about a potential uh, about a possible tour. <laughs> Well, here's they, the thing. Radio- and, and people went, no, 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 no. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, no, no, they're like, this, oh. this was a radio gag. Ah, uh, okay. That you will not sell out any shows, so people won't come. Well, Radio and the Machine actually did do a free show as a thank you then in... in um one of the big parks in London. Yeah, but Rage Against the Machine probably has money. Toto, eh. Oh, well, hey, Toto, I'd say, are doing wow. all right. There's royalties there. Music is still True. getting played on the breeze. True. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so True. I'm sure they're getting a lot of money and they've been played around the world. I mean, Toto Africa, I mean, what more of a... Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that tune. I reckon the, go, those guys I still are don't know some of those lyrics. I just kind of make them... I don't know what the fuck they say. I don't think anyone knows the lyrics of many famous no. songs. Like, you know, there's uh, Jimi Hendrix, um, Purple uh, Purple Rain, I think it is. Or, no, not Purple, Purple Haze. Purple Rain is Prince. But there's a... Excuse me while I kiss the sky, right? But a lot of people think that excuse me while I kiss this guy. Um, there's that. Um, yeah, there's I got to send you this video of um, he's a chubby comedian, English dude. I know uh, the very guy. You're Peter, K. About Peter K. Yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, yeah. that is a good video. We're living in uh, a femidom. Mis- yeah, misheard lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Just let me staple the vicar. <laughs> we're living. We're making love in a femidom. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh. Do you know what's another thing that made me absolutely crack up on Facebook is uh, someone posted saying, "Oh, I think Michael Bublé starting to defrost." at the moment what <laughs> explain that one he's starting to defrost he's, he's always number one at Christmas oh, right, right, whenever right, right. Christmas comes <laughs> I get it that's good that's good I that see. was really good uh, that's a Kiwi humour though so that's a Kiwi made, I don't think it was a Kiwi, Kiwi I don't know but it just popped up Someone see, had, if you, I'm thinking why would he defrost brilliant. at Christmas because I'm yeah. thinking Christmas is winter still yeah he's starting to defrost right now that's funny uh, that's, that's actually, actually quite funny he's going to be kind of cool though I've I reckon, seen some of I reckon steal that joke right there down yeah why not I'll take that do it that's a good joke thank you very much how's that going anyway any updates no progress sake. there. No progress. Alton, book him. Well, I'm sure Alton... Has Alton got this far? Has he got 50 minutes into it? No, nah, I doubt it. Nah, he's probably falling asleep yeah, now. He's probably texting us. Is anyone else? That's rubbish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, you wanted to mention that stuff. Yeah, so you, I've seen you've been putting quite a lot of effort in that's with your picture, Facebook actually. posts. That's, yeah. a, that's good Photoshop. I know people that's can't see this. That's, that's good work, isn't it? Yeah. Did that. So for, the, for those of you that well, do know, because obviously anyone that listens to the show... Uh, as friends with Paul on Facebook, but you're saying uh, that's all I have is just my friends listen to us. Not we're not a, like a, a worldwide. Well, what success. I'm, no, no. What I'm trying to say is those that do listen to you are most likely uh, friends yeah, with you on yeah, Facebook, okay. so they will probably see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you're not friends with them, send them a, a invite. He'll he'll reject say yes. You. No, fuck off. You don't reject friends. No, no, it's true. True, I didn't reject yours. Um, 
Yeah, special friend. No, um, no, yeah, very special. Very special. Um, so, yeah, Paul's been putting in a lot of effort with uh, his posts for his DJing. So talk to him about that. What sort of gave you the idea to do this? So um, it's the Photoshop things you're on about, yeah? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just when I was putting up those posts, it's always, it's, I don't know. I was bored in here one day and I was just writing up thing going, oh, yeah, instead of the usual come see me DJ, I was like, you know, hey guys, but you know, you know be careful of your women tonight because you know, I'm out on the prowl. And it was it's this joke that I'm some kind of predator that's going to steal your wife. And then I started just making pictures, photoshopped. I just I put my face on. Well, I can't remember my first one was. And I put my face on some kind of a priest, maybe. It's like, here I am, blah, blah. And then it just started, like, people kind of really liked them. And people were saying in Revelry, where I DJ mostly, so oh, we really look forward to when you put those pictures up. So then I cool. thought... So it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's and it's good. getting you're, people you're, talking, yeah. yeah. And um, they're a little bit of fun. Like this week, I'm not telling anyone this is, but you've seen it. This will be yep. this week's one. Yep, Star Wars. um so um yeah just did them for that and then i started doing pictures for um the like say the whole i'm trying to make out that it's such a big deal that i have a meeting beforehand about what tonight's facebook post is but there is no meeting no it's just another it's another thing that it's just another way of double promoing it but with a kind of piss take so here's us behind the scenes thinking about what will we say tonight about tonight's what will the big long dribble be and then then later on around about five o'clock or so up goes the actual one that I was promoting. So I'm promoting the promotion of the promotion. I think it's genius because I remember when Facebook, you know, became really popular Mm. and all those friends that were your friends that were DJs used to get that fucking weekly update of, of, you know, a poster that was designed well for this club. And I ended up deleting those guys or fucking, you know, hiding the notifications because I did, you know, Every every week was so and so has invited you to this event, and you know that they've just gone sent to all. Yeah, and you're just like fuck. I know what you're trying to do, mate, but you know it's numbers. Yeah, it's, I don't want to see this shit. See, I just put it. I just like, the way I look at DJing is it's my night out. I'm having fun. I'm DJing and I'm playing. I'm just, you know, I'm just having fun playing the music. I'm yeah, playing. you get drunk. Yeah, and I get drunk yeah, and, fuck, I, and I and get a, to chat away. You get paid for it. Yeah, exactly. I come yeah. I come out quids in like. No, that's cool. So um. That's part of it. I just want to try and make that kind of just kind of get, I don't want to say the word, I want to express my fun and frivolousness across the uh, radio. But it's just a bit, I look forward to it. I used to do these things in here as well before. I just did it for a while. It was called um, Promos with Paul. Those vi- these little videos. I used to do them live on Facebook. Hanoon? No, what? Was this Paul no, Hanoon? No, no, no. It's oh. just me and in this very oh, studio. In this right. very studio here. And um, it came off, it was going to be a serious thing. I was like, not serious, but it was going to be semi-serious. So we go through promos. Because I get promos sent to me nearly every day. And I never listened to them. I thought, well, this is a way to kill two birds with so- one stone. I can do a bit of promotion for the DJ and, and then play the promos I get sent. But the thing is, all the promos I get sent aren't things I DJ. They're all cool promos, but they don't, I don't have the, the outlet to play that type of music. So then I decided I'd do a little bit of messing around with that too. So what I used to do then was, um, it started off with, and this week's promos with Paul is, is, is brought to you by, and I'd have some dodgy magazine I found on Google Images, and it'd be like Babes and Boars was one of them, Babes and Actual Pigs from Australia, and then it was like, and then that kind of got a little bit of notoriety like that, that, like this does, and then I thought, right, I'll do the same thing. I'll do a, currently in the behind the scenes here, preparing for today's promos with Paul, and I used to take a picture of the people in the other studio here making that day when my researchers, and this was all videoed, and I'd go, right, let's have a listen to what they're playing, and I'd have some song queued up in my studio, and it'd be like Mysterious Girl by bloody Peter Andre. I was like, right, uh, well, obviously they're having a hard time. Or be some death metal. <laughs> it's like they're in there checking out the new <laughs> tracks I need to hear. You know, they've just, they're filtering them all for me. And then this is just like a simpler version of that. I like it. Because yeah. it, it's something different. Like if I, when I see these pop up, mm. I know what you're doing, mm. but they don't annoy me. Yeah, yeah, they're a bit right? of fun because they're a bit of fun. There, there's good humor in it. Some are shit, most are shit. Shut your um, fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But then, you know, the good one comes along and I have a laugh and I genuinely go, yep, this is pretty funny. I'll be honest with you, I laugh. I mean, sometimes I'm doing them and I'm hearing yeah. tears laughing because it's just ridiculous, some of them. Like, you know, just uh, like the me as a president, me Someone as Kim Jong-il. <laughs> I, I know it sounds really egotistical. I'm here laughing at myself. What, what was with Alton putting all the, um, the North Korea ones? I don't those know. inspirational Kim Jong Un. They're quotes. funny, but I don't know what he. he, he they, they were funny for the first two times, I reckon. Yeah, it, yeah. No, no, they are funny. They are yeah. funny, but it's just I, I don't. He doesn't. I, I talk to him a lot. We talk nearly like every couple of days, if, if you know, but if not on the weekends then. And um, we chatted away, and then you're like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. I'll see you later. And then you go to his Facebook page, and there's something about Kim Jong Un, and it's like going. Or Kim Jong Un, and it's like, I don't. Why didn't he say anything? Oh, did you see the post? There's no connection. There's no, no like pre-chat about it where we were talking about this before. Or I reckon he's got them timed. Maybe, maybe he has because right, I reckon he because he has done that before, hasn't he? He's a crafty, crafty, he's a crafty man. He's a crafty man. And he's actually done the research to the point where he knows what day at what time you're oh, going to get bet. the most amount of views. Oh, he probably has. He That's probably a lot has. of research because every time you guys talk about you know social media and algorithms, and mm. he knows a lot. He does. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe he's doing the research at nighttime. Maybe he's doing the stuff that instead of me looking at porn all night, he's doing that. That's his porn he's looking at, I guess. Algorithm porn. I, want, I bet there's a subgenre. Oh, X plus Y. Oh, yeah, man. Look at the way it does that subroutine. God damn. Um, speaking of social media, are you on Instagram? No. Well, I suppose you're not worried about that kind of stuff. But <laughs> Instagram apparently now is the way forward with um, promotions and stuff at the gotcha. moment. If you're into nah, that I'm not on Instagram, not on Twitter, not on Snapchat. I just... Face, my Facebook's even just full of shit now. Mm. It's yeah, just no, it, all it, that Bible, uni lad, that kind of shit, just flooding everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a few football highlights um, pages that I follow, which is quite cool. But do you not filter that stuff? You know, so if I you can do. Because you know, I just can't someone, be bothered. I just scroll past, to be honest. You know, it's more someone of a time posts, you know, someone say, like, let's say uni lad, right, for example. If someone posts mm. something from uni lad, you can then block that from, from anything, from anyone else posting. Unilad stuff, for example. You know, you can do that. Yeah, but they, I like some of their. Um, they've well, got just some. Say, for good, example, yeah. I'm just using. I'm not, Most I'm of not their pick, shit is clickbait. I'm not know. picking on them. Sure, I have no. a website. Well, not when I say me and. What, them, bro lad. Hmm. Is that is that what it is? Bro code. Yeah. Bro code. Me, me and a friend of mine have it's his. It is. It, he started it. I joined him just yeah, to clear that. I think you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you told me about that, and I saw. You posted something about it recently? Yeah, yeah. We about had a, how many paid, uh, views? Something got, like 161,000 views of a video that we put up there. And it, was, and it was that. It was, did you see the video? No. Oh, it's horrible. It's what someone getting their two big toenails ripped off at a doctor's. They're Why? like, because they're, they're fungusing, they're, uh, they're fucked, basically. And he gets them, and it's it's horrible. I could, I, I, he would have been anesthetized. Well, numbed at the feet, yeah. yeah whatever. He, wouldn't, um, he wasn't screaming in pain. I don't know because I assume oh, yeah, not. Nah, that's it was, this was a proper medical mm. video, though. It's a proper medical one. It's not yeah, like some yeah. ISIS beheading thing. It was an actual proper proper medical video, and um, I am the person who posted it on behalf of the website. But I still haven't even seen the full thing, and it got something like something like thirty or forty thousand actual views, but it was re but a reach of one hundred and sixty-one thousand wow. individuals. As in. It showed up on their page. Yeah, it showed not up to necessarily them. they clicked on it. Not necessarily they clicked on it. Yeah, but it, it would have been there. Yeah, it would have been there. And for thirty thousand clicked the link. Thirty to forty thousand. Well, definitely. 30, was definitely it a 35. link or was it a direct video? Direct video on the Facebook page. That, that's the key, I think. Yeah. Most yeah. people don't like clicking. Yeah. You know, uh, a link that goes to a website, and then you've got to load the video. Well, the way I'm gonna be, I mean, we haven't done it too much, but the, the idea is is to do a thing called three rewards and one, one request, right? So you do three. Everything is free. It's like the internet. But put three posts up that are uh, click direct there. Whatever it is, it's, if it's a meme, if it's a video, it's all directly there. It doesn't bring you to somewhere else. And then the fourth one 
is one that brings you to the page where there'll be other stories. It won't be just that story. There'll be other things. So not every not every single story that's put on the Facebook, sorry, on the actual website will necessarily get put on the Facebook page, but the best ones deemed will be the ones that get posted on the Facebook page for you to click through. So there'll be one clickbait and two freebies and three freebies. Okay, so are Makes you sense. are you running it free for one? Yeah, are, are you running it in a sense that you do an article on the page on yeah. your web page, yeah. and you link it to your Facebook? We'll do you one of those. You yeah. don't actually okay, and the other three go to someone else's web page. And the other three will no, we'll we'll embed the video on our own on our own in Facebook own, page, but okay. it means you only have to click the Facebook page. So you don't you don't get brought to somewhere else. It's in your feed. You can click on the feed. In, you can click on the video in your feed, or you can be brought to the Facebook page itself and look at it there. But it would most okay. b- b- be a case of you won't be inconvenienced by being brought somewhere else. Hence, you won't be click baited, except for. It, it's not one it, off. It's not clickbait because yeah. I try to make. I do anyway, and I know that Roy does as well. We try not to make the. You'll never guess what happened next, or you'll never guess what you know the, the reaction of people. It's none of those bullshit titles, but it will be something. Hey, if you're interested in blah blah, well check I out still this. Still click on those for some reason. Uh, I'm uh, like, what? What? I what happened? Ah, oh, okay. They're great money makers. So you got those. So, ones. so yeah. So what's the end goal then? That's that's my next question. We got money. What or how? Everything's advertising, how? getting more traffic to the to the site, and, right? And and basically making numbers come up, and then selling adverts that way. We're not selling adverts directly. Be Google, Where do the ads show up on the website? How so? Where? Well, they'll be at the bottom of a page. They'll be automatically populated. What about on Facebook itself? The Facebook side of things, you don't put, you don't get anything for their adverts. But right. what you could do there with Facebook is you could then say, listen, um, um, like for example, we did a thing. We just did a tester with Revelry where we got we gave away a hundred dollar bar tab on Revelry uh, for Revelry, and it, we did that for free. We gave it away for free. We took nothing from that ourselves. But you could, if you had enough views, if your page was big enough, you could then charge for that. It's the same thing they do on Instagram. So you have got people on Instagram who are called influencers, who are basically people with thousands upon and thousands products. Exactly, and they'll get sponsors. So obviously you would know, a lot of people know yoga is a huge bloody thing on there. So there's no end of yoga pant companies, I'm sure, that's applying the ones that have got thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of followers on there. Wasn't there a Kiwi chick that made shitloads of money with that waistband, waist thing? Possibly. She paid Kylie Jenner to wear it. Right, right. Gave her like $300,000 right. or something well, and go. all of a sudden sold millions of it's it. It's all about getting... I think the, she's Kiwi. <clears throat> she, it could well be. Yeah, you know, so could you well don't, be. Right. I don't know about that particular case. That no, but okay. I mean, there's, but there's thousands of cases like that all the time where it's, you get the right influencer or the right celebrity to maybe just mention even your product and even if you get 10% or even 2% of their 2 million, 20 million followers that give some kind of either interest or actually purchase your product, well, you, you're laughing. It's... um. Mm. It is a more It is a business. In. Well, because I, I was at a stag do a couple of years ago and um, I won't say his name, but he's a very famous New Zealand comedian. How you doing, Alton? No. <laughs> right. No. <coughs> yeah, go on. Um, yeah, very famous comedian. He's got a very big online presence. He's on TV every night. Um, and basically, you know, uh, he's got an Instagram page with quite a lot of following. And I said to him, you know, what's the story? And he goes, look, he gets made, he gets offers every day, mm. you know, and most of it is the same shit. Like put, put our lemon tea on your page and we'll give you a life supply. That yeah. kind of, and he just goes, fuck that. You know, he goes, I'm waiting more or less for a very large corporate mm. or a very large product to approach me. And when they do, if they go on your page and you see that you, you dropped your pants for a fucking lemon tea or, yeah. you know, a, some protein powder. He goes, they're not, they're, then they know that your brand is not worth shit. Yeah. So yeah. he's kind of holding out for the big one so rather gamble, than just, isn't it? rather than he's just, obviously he doesn't need the money. That's mm. not his goal. Yeah. Because he obviously makes enough money from his career as it is. 
you know, as a TV celebrity. But um, I'd always argue, though, you can never make enough. I'll always say that. You can never make enough. You should always be looking for more. uh, Yeah. uh, Instagram ads and, you know, a big product thing is obviously not his out. Yeah. I wonder, though, how Instagram themselves makes money because you don't see adverts on Instagram from you know, uh, other companies. How, it makes, so, makes you even question how did WhatsApp sell for $17 billion? Yeah, again, because that's a free... I, I don't all, know how they work. Who, someone, you know, I know some companies will be doing premium products and stuff as, on the side. Yeah. Like Spotify is free, but you can also go for the premium WhatsApp service. doesn't do that, I don't but think. Yeah, that's, how, how did Snapchat even make money? Precisely. Skype, I suppose, well, they did have a bit of money going on there too. But yeah, there are. I mean, there's these things exactly. How Nowadays, they, it actually doesn't seem to matter what revenue... Mm. It's made. It almost seems to matter how, how many people it use it. Yeah, and how because do you there's obviously that? data mining. Yeah, and well, all well, sorts, well, right? that's, that's all that's it, it is. We right? Just, we just answered that question. Yeah. It's data mining, of course. Damn. Oh, we're, we're geniuses, really, yeah. but we just forgot that. Um, What's the, your thought on this new phone with the uh, face? The iPhone 10. Yeah, face unlock. Um, I, I did see another good joke that said, um, uh, "How's that going to work for people in Hollywood? They their faces change change all the time." All the that's time. well, it's a that's good point, funny. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, the, the whole plastic surgery thing is huge there. So yeah, um, how do I find? I don't know. I mean, I think the Samsungs do that as well. There's some Samsung makes out. There's other phones that do facial recognition. Right. I know that. Um, do I like it? I don't know. If it means Are you going to use it? I won't. I don't think I'll even buy that one yet. I mean, because it's not hard to put your thumb on the fucking button. Yeah, and they were thinking about, there was there was rumors about putting it on the back, the, the thumb recognition thing, or fingerprint recognition. I don't like it at the back. I'd feel a bit weird trying to... On the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, really? So why are you holding it? You kind of just swipe your... It's like... You know, they're trying to make it too easy. The, uh, the, the Google yeah. Pixel does... It has f- um, f- thumb or finger recognition at the back, you know, just like me missus. Um, no, joking. <laughs> hey! hey. I, had the, I just noticed there wasn't a dirty joke thrown in there for a while. Um, but I was... See, gonna, see I am um, for extra security because I don't want people to go through my phone. I actually use my big toe. <laughs> have you seen that video yeah, yeah there he goes yeah. of course I don't um, that's a good video <laughs> she's trying video. to uh, you know so for those of you that haven't seen it it's a guy and a girl lying in bed and uh, he's pretending to be asleep she grabs his thumb to open his phone so she can see who's been texting and it's not working and she's getting frustrated leaves the room and he wakes up cheeky and uses his uh, big toe yeah, to unlock man. the phone good man it's bro. pretty fucking funny it, it's, uh, it's, it's actually funny yeah it's uh, it's um I mean, my my ex girlfriend has her fingerprints on my phone as well. Oh, I think she was able to say something else. No. <laughs> she had that done. Do you? It's actually that's interesting. Do you have any of this kind of like? I mean, you've been, how long have you been your current partner with? For long? Uh, how long have you been with her? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. And uh, I mean, obviously, you're, obviously, you've had a kid. You're planning all this stuff. So things are going well. You're in that closeness stage. Uh, do you have openness with your phones? Uh, if she said to me, "Give me your phone right now," I'll happily give it to her. Right. Okay. No I, mean, I would have no I issue. I got nothing to hide. Oh, yeah. No. I'm just always. I mean, I've been out of a long-term relationship now for about over a year and a half. Not a year and a half. Just over a year. Mm. And um, me and her were kind of like that as well. The only thing that I was, I don't know, I don't know why I did it. I, I changed my Facebook password. But I don't right. know why. I had no reason. There was no. I wasn't hiding. I actually don't even remember mine. So really. Yeah. Oh, you should maybe look into Why? that. Why? Well, it'd be funny. Someone could get in there and maybe say, put some kind of post up that you didn't mean to put up there. Yeah. I love the Nazis. Ooh. Nazi love forever. People will fucking have been hacked. It's pretty obvious. I hardly post anything as it is. They might get my Photoshop skills. I do five there. posts a year. Five posts a year. Okay. I just did a baby one and then nothing. You know, we've had the baby for 10 days now, I think. Yes. 
Well, I was yeah. on... And, and we've done one post. I was on my Facebook security little check there today, just mm. randomly doing it. Mm. I had a look, and I noticed there was an iPad locked in, uh, logged oh. in. I don't have an iPad anymore, sure. but there was an iPad logged in um, uh, somewhere within the Auckland area. So I started unlocking my stuff like that. And, you know, you need to have your password to do that kind of stuff. So. Well, what are they going to do? Well, it, I couldn't right give now. Well, a it depends. shit it depends. with my Facebook it de- it depends. Well, some people do, some people I don't. I know. There's this, there's a shallow matter of your image. That's You can let that Man, one slide, no problem. Whoever but, got to impress. But in America, for example, and, and coming soon to around the world, you'll have your... Well, you don't have to, but a lot of people will be use, have... Um, you can transfer money over Facebook. You can within America right. anyway. Okay. So Didn't that's going to have your banking details sure. and stuff like that. So it's, and then also, your Facebook is used for a lot of things. Maybe not you, but a lot of people use their Facebook to log into other websites. Yes, okay. So you've got Facebook logging in for other things, you know, nothing major, I tend not major. to do that. I tend to use my Gmail account when I do that because I know that that's kind of where all the shit goes. Sure, sure, sure. Rather than getting bombarded yeah, all yeah. the time. So you've got a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of apps that people use. You can get down to something simple like the Tinders and the Bumbles of the world. They let you log in using your Facebook. Facebook in fact, they right? insist. Actually, they have to, right? They insist okay. that you have Facebook um, for that. So that way you're Did you use that? Person. I never, ever used any... It, I used Tinder for a bit, shite. Right. I used Bumble for a bit. In fact, I, when I say I, I don't use, I still haven't just killed my account. Um, there's various ones. On. Try them, met some people. Um, you know, y- y- it's a look of a draw thing. I find, I think, you know, bar one instance on on, one, on those apps, um, it's been, it, it was pretty blur, whatever. I, I'm much more of a, um, you should go to, I would more endorse people to go forward and do the natural way. Go outside and meet someone. Well, I guess you're lucky because you're a DJ. Again, yeah. bring it back to the fucking DJ. And, you know, you're, you're in the public eye and people approach you and people tend to be drunk yeah. when they approach you. So they obviously you are more approachable to them. So I suppose you probably get in those situations a lot more than someone who may be a little bit shy. Maybe, yeah. And I suppose nowadays, especially it's so, I, I, I would assume it's tough for people to approach others because everything is done digitally. Right, the ice is broken mm. way before you meet someone in person. Well, isn't that the pattern? Well, you say that. See, the the bar one instance, the other ones I've ever been on have been, you know, the the let's say the talk on online has been fine. You know, it's been, you know, nothing. Not, I mean, just for just to full disclosure, it, there's been no sexy talk on any of these things. You know, none of that happens. It might happen for other people, but I haven't encountered it in the matches I've ever made. But then you go meet the person, and you could have been having the bands. It could have been laughed. It could have been like, you know, the way you talk with your mates or whatever. In fact, and then you go meet them, and it's a totally different person. You kind of meet. Um, and so they're more comfortable behind the screen. Almost, is that what it is? Yeah, and it, and then and then for me, there's that whole feeling like up until that point, me myself anyway. So the chatting and stuff, I've got no problem with, and I've got no problem essentially meeting someone. But then when you know it's meeting for a date, it's almost like it, then I right. I'm not old Pretty old. Sure? No 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 no. I'm gonna not I'm not old old. But I'm back from the days when if you said to someone you're meeting someone off the internet, it's like are you, uh, what are you a dirty pervert or are you gonna mm. get your head chopped off by an axe murderer? So then there's a little bit of the stigma of you're meeting someone off the internet. You know. So um, yeah, it's just a little bit awkward. Um, like I met any girl. I guess that's because you are you are. I guess if you're gonna compare ages, you are twice the age of someone who's probably starting out Maybe. at doing yeah. that oh, and yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. they know. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's true. All they know is Tinder. Yeah. All they know is social media. <clears throat> and that's the only way they've actually, I suppose, broken the ice before maybe with a boy. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. like you said, 
you know, when when the internet dating, you know, was new, mm. you know, when we were younger, yes, you're right. It was looked at as creepy or desperate. It or, really was, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, you're a widow or you're a divorcee. And yeah, I have a friend actually who I met. But it's not the case anymore. I have a friend who I met through Yahoo when Yahoo was a thing. I've done it before. You're playing but, pool But no, but this, this, this happened to be a girl as right. well. And it wasn't intended like to be a kind of a, any, a sexy thing or anything like that. It was a girl in, I was, I was maybe what, I was 22, 23, I'd just broken up with a girl at the time. I was bored. I went on the internet. It was the first time we actually kind of probably had the internet at home. I checked out what chat rooms were because I always heard about them. Dial so, up. Yeah, dial up as well. <laughs> exactly. Went into one thing and um, a girl kind of comes up, says hello and whatever. And she was on a camera. It wasn't dirty cameras like you'd expect nowadays, which was on a camera just saying hello, waving, how are you doing, blah, blah. And we got chatting for a bit. And then, we got, then the next day, whatever was on again, she was there, got chatting. And then we ended up just having this kind of online friendship. And that was it. And then, you know, the whole joking, joking thing of like, oh, you know, if you're ever in the area, you know, if you're ever in, she was in America, I was in Ireland. If you're ever in Ireland, you know, you should always, you should come over sometime. And I was like, hey, look, you seem, we've talked five or six weeks and she seemed mm. fine. Mm. You know, she could still just be a great actor. So, hey, here's my phone number, you know, just, you know, if you ever feel like giving me a text message or something like, go ahead. And she was the same way. One day, then I'm in some fast food joint in the middle of the day and I get this phone call from America and it was, you're one, this girl. And no, and everything's fine. There's no bad, weird ending to this. Everything's fine. She goes, hey, I'm, um, I'm coming to, would, if I came to Ireland, would you have a problem? I was like, you serious? Because this was never heard of. Like, and I think basically she came to Ireland. Uh, she spent two weeks over. It was awesome. I went to visit her then for three weeks, a few, uh, two months later, cool. hung out there. It was awesome. Went back and forth, like maybe over a period of 10, 10 Was years, it a relationship? No, 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 no. We, we kissed a little bit, but there was no okay. relationship. Stuff. Right. Well, yeah, but, um, it, but you know, you went past that line. Yeah. Only kissed. And then there was like kind of like a case of like, we could continue kiss. It was more like, I suppose maybe a little bit of drunken kiss, but that was it. And, um, but for years, for years, even of us, us knowing each other, we never told anyone until like maybe four, maybe five, six, seven years ago that we met on the internet, how we originally met. And then when we both said it was both like, I can only imagine saying you and this guy mate of yours are actually gay lovers. It was like that, kind of, but not <laughs> I mean today it wouldn't be such a big deal. But back then it was like, going to, even then it wasn't a big deal, but it was still like, don't judge I, us. I can, I can honestly relate because for me it was about similar situation again i was bored mm. and online and this is when the internet was new and i'm like oh, okay i'm gonna play some uh nine ball pool cool on a website and then yeah you just get uh, got chatting to this i was like 21 mm. it's quite a while ago you know um started chatting to this person and ended up being a girl and you just kind of hang out and you go oh, yeah what's your msn and you give each other's msn, MSN and then oh, wow. yeah they're good old msn and then you start chatting away for weeks and then again nothing sexual going on you're just mm. all good friends buddy buddy and you kind of see them log on and they say hi and you, yeah. you log on and they say hi and you're just chatting about anything everything and she was living in Sweden wow and then one day I didn't never gave my address away uh, one day I got a letter a handwritten letter from her how did she get your address uh, exactly I don't know well, I would be dodgy white, about white that white pages racist um, I wouldn't have. I would have been a bit suspect now. That one, um, you know, that that would be like, how'd you get my address? Yeah, you but know? she was she was a real person. Oh, I, yeah, know, sure. I wasn't being. Catfished. Did you ever meet her? No. All oh, right. Okay. No, no. But got a letter, and I'm sure she was a real. I person. kind of was like she was like you know yeah. she kept sending me photos oh, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You know, just looked like a nice normal girl. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, good. but in the end, yeah, the letter was full on. Yeah. Something like you know, over the last few weeks, you know, you've been really there for me and that kind of shit. Like you know. I think I really like you and maybe one day I'll visit you. And I was like, oh, bail. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. When she found out that, that'd be the one I'd be like going, eh, eh. Block yeah. and delete. Everything else same. maybe would have been okay or like, what's your address? But I'd like what? to send you something. That'd be different. 
let's go back to the point, I suppose, was mm. uh, meeting someone meeting randomly. Yeah. Dude, I was playing virtual pool. Jeez, your life must be and shit. And she fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who plays games online pretty much, not all the time, but used to. Anyway. Yeah, I used to too. Um, a lot. I, I used, to, it used to be a really cool website. I used to do two things. I used to play um, drafts or okay. checkers, right? right and cool. also Trivial Pursuit. Okay. I can't, those two websites are gone and they were really similar. Any ones that you look now that you have to pay for, right. or, they're, or they're full of pop-ups. No end of Viagra and breast enlargement pop-ups as well. What? Actually, actually, I tell a lie. They're all gone now as well. They're gone like white dog poo as well. The good old days of breast enlargement and, and Viagra pill pop-ups and, and, and dog poo is gone. Speaking of Viagra, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Hugh. Oh, right. That's a, good, that's a good segue. Hey, thank God, you. Damn it. We might use that in a highlights package later. Yeah, man. Um, How much money would that guy have spent? Well, he probably would have never even spent it. They would have just been handing it to him. He must have had it like a Pez dispenser in his fucking what? drawer. Who would be handing him just, money? No, not money. Would have been handing him pills. Do you reckon? Probably. He's probably their biggest advocate. Was he, was he taking it? Probably. He's 91. I wouldn't know how that'd be good for your heart. I was reading a... Um, uh, fuck, what do you call it? An, an excerpt? No, what's, what's the fucking word? An excerpt? What, a small part of a biography? Uh, uh, yeah, out of a book, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? An- it could be serialised. They could serialise a book in a paper. Never mind. Um, English is my third language, mate. There's some words that I'm like... Yeah, no, I think an excerpt, you've, I've, excerpt... I hate that when people get, say a word. It's like, I don't know now. You've right. confused me. That one. Yeah. Um, out of um, Holly... I think it's Holly Madison, which was his like number one girlfriend. Right. Um, did you ever watch that show? I the the play, Playboy, yeah. yeah I so she it. was the that was main on MTV, one, right? Yes, saw, that was years ago. Years yeah. ago. Okay. So she's obviously married on, and nothing's got kid now and whatever. But she did a book called um, uh, "Down the Rabbit Hole," right? Yeah, um, which nice title, yeah, yeah. very very good title. Um, Works on two levels, and talked about uh, anything and everything, and basically called it a prison. Mm. Uh, said that he was controlling, right? Uh, made her feel like shit, um, and it wasn't the fun and games that uh, like they had a curfew of eight thirty. So what was the deal there? So was he married to these girls? Wasn't or? married to them. Just they were they were his girlfriends. And did he did he have a family he or did. kids with so different fa- women? Or yep. no, no. With well, he had kids with one particular woman. Yeah, and I think they got Tuesday night. So Tuesday night was family night. Monday right. night was lads night. You right. know, yeah. Wednesday night was a movie night and a special dinner. Mm. That kind of shit. You know, but. If you were his girlfriend, you were on a uh, schedule, you had curfews, you uh, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. And he was apparently very controlling. And I wonder how, like, so what was the appeal then to become one of those Playboy bunnies? I think it was a stepping stone for a lot of them. Right. Okay. And for a lot of them, you can kind of see that sure, it sure. was and it has worked out. They've probably become the best they can in terms of, mm. you know, using that. They've written books. They had their own spin off shows with their families, um, you know. Um, but... One of the uh, things was uh, the, the girl walked into the room and saw pieces of paper across the vents, like the aircon vents. Oh, yeah. And, and she went, you know, what's the story there? Because she wasn't a drug user. And she goes, oh, that's because we smoke a lot of meth. Oh, shit. Uh, so that it doesn't go through the house because it stinks. Oh, wow. So, you can, you know, basically what she was trying to sell is, uh, say is that there's a, there was a lot of shit, a lot of drug taking, wow. a lot of partying, you know, heavy drugs too that you wouldn't really realize that you wouldn't really associate with this 
Neverland ranch looking place, you know, that had a zoo and fucking yeah, cause it special came, gardens. It, it came across on Came across Facebook. as a happy place. Well, a happy place, but with lots of sex going on too. Like, you know, I, it was almost yeah. a case of like, well, people do have sex, but also there's lots of this cool shit as well as a zoo. By the way, over there you can have sex, but there's a ice cream parlor, yep. which you could possibly have sex by. But, uh, you know, it's still fun. <laughs> it's like Disneyland, but with lots of condoms everywhere. Yep. You know, have sex. So, um... It didn't seem like a bit of a... Well, he ran out of money in the end, didn't he? I don't know. He sold his mansion for 100 mil. Right. With, I think, this is, again, my understanding of it. Sold it for 100 million because he was out of money. Right, sure. Or running out of money. Because obviously the magazine wasn't really selling the way it was. No, I mean, magazines wouldn't, nah, not at all. And I mean, I don't think they had much of an online presence. No. I mean, I'm pretty certain I could even look up playboy.com right now and have no problem being of anything you, bad coming up in my place of no, work. No, you'll probably be able to buy a keychain for $3.99 on yeah, that website yeah, yeah, yeah. more than anything else. Um, but I think, yeah, so the deal he made with a guy that bought it is that he was able to live there till the end of his days. Right. So he bought it off him, but he could live there forever. Right. And that owner, I bet you, must be feeling really good right now. I'd say so, Because yeah. he gets that house right away. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, have you ever read, and, and be honest, have you ever read a, a copy of Playboy? No. And that's, the th- I saw, I was, um, there's a place, you'll you'll laugh now, but I do go to a man to shave my head, right? I don't bother doing it myself because I probably balls it up. But anyway, he has old copies. Well. I shave my balls. I get him to do that too. Yeah, of course. But um, it's worth the $20. Cool. And um, the, it, on the waiting table, there's copies of old Playboys from years, from like the retro ones from the 80s, 70s, or whatever. And the whole joke used to be, I only, I, yes, I get Playboy, but I only, re- I only really get it for the articles <laughs> of course but it's a, it is, there's actual value in that saying because the articles in it are actually bloody interesting for its day and i'm sure if they're anyway of the same quality for now or, or more recent times it actually wasn't a bad magazine i mean there was a bit of titillation but it was nothing all that crazy either i believe you because uh, did, did you ever uh, read zoo magazine yeah i've seen that yeah right. that's just trashy really right this was all right i i shit you not i used to just read the articles and you, you get to the you know girl of the week i just mm. fucking honestly be like oh yeah okay yeah, yeah it's it's a girl in a bikini you kind of do get over it you do the, get yeah some of the articles are about gangs and drugs sure. and murders and uh, assassins yep. i actually really enjoyed that part fhm very similar to that as well was around before yep. zoo and um, a very similar magazine and um when Ralph. you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember and if you can, but if you compare those magazines to Playboy, oh, okay. they're very, very similar. Except for Playboy, you would see the full bit. Yep. But even then, it wasn't even done in a. And I hate to say that. I'm going to say I'm not going to say it was done in an artistic way. But it was Classy. done. In, it, I wouldn't even say that. It was done oh. in a more of a way. It was like going, oh yeah. Well, she's not there spreading. She's not there going. Look at this. <laughs> get it on. Like she's just like I am naked. It's like right. Read, read my soul. Yeah. There's a difference between seeing a naked woman. You go, Jesus, she's good looking. Then a naked woman who starts going, you know. Getting down to herself. What's happening there? You I don't know. know. Uganda radio. Oh, right. I thought you were nodding at someone there. I thought you were waving at you. So don't be distracting us. Um, um, what was your first magazine? My first magazine. You, you know, my first p- p- magazine. <laughs> I never did. Never did. I was like, I never, like, not like, I'm not going to say I never had an interest in that, of course. But um, never had an interest in the magazines. Like, so where did you go to? I don't know. Where did my, your Where did your mind go to? My, my thoughts. Yeah, like, where? I don't know. There was no. There was no. Uh, internet wasn't really on. Because um, it took fucking three, 30 minutes to load a picture. Remember? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture yeah, yeah, loaded, yeah, yeah, pixel you, by pixel, and then you get to the boobs, and it would stop, and then you go fuck, and then you, have you to go start reload. Again. Yeah, oh, for ah, for fuck's sake! Come on, yeah. get off the phone, mum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm busy here. Yeah, like, and, that's in the, and you're in the kitchen, like, you know, um, where, the, where the computer should I be. I know, the computer's in the lounge, and your parents are going, mate, get your dick out. And is everyone going to my, bed? My, mine, I remember, was uh, Sports Illustrated. Right. Yeah. Wow. Bikini, you know, edition. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I had a treehouse. I'm genuinely not trying to be like coy about this. I genuinely can't remember. Yeah. Okay. And um, and it makes you wonder. So memorable. What were we doing before the internet? Right. <laughs> what were we using? Textbooks. Novels. What be- were we before, doing before even Google came around? You used to go to Yahoo and go porn. Like that was your yeah, search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, what we, I mean, <laughs> in the early days, what were we doing? Looking, lying on your back outside, looking, at, looking to try and see images in the clouds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks like a, yeah, that kind of looks like a pair of boobs. Ah, oh, boob, boob clouds. Here we go. Like, they get arrested by the cops for coming around the park again. There's kids here. Put um, the dick away. Um, interesting way to try and make the show a bit more controversial, yes. a bit more kind of. Ooh, yeah. um, I take. I, I actually wrote something down. All oh, right. Okay. Um, something I saw. To, um, Olympics is getting a new sport. What's that? Oh, I don't, I've heard about this. Um, speed climbing. Oh, I didn't hear it's that. It's rock climbing. Right. Well, so, that can make sense. Um, apparently, it's less than seven seconds. Wow. Which is going to appeal to the young kids. I can see that happen. I went to the Because I climb. love things that finish in seven seconds. Hey, like it's, hey, hey, let's hey. get the missus in to testify. Yeah. Um, I went to that clip and climb place. It's on Dominion Road. It's an indoor kind of... Um, rock climbing place sure. and there are a few things I could imagine I wouldn't do it in seven seconds but one or two that I scale up way faster than I thought I would and I can see that being a thing for sure yep. um, um, well it's not just speed climbing so speed climbing I think is one of them mm. then there's other ones where the course is really hard oh yeah there's yeah. no actual grips they're more or less triangle boxes yeah yeah and that's all they have to grip on right, right. it's pretty hardcore that'd be tough on your forearms for and sure. you basically get given um, a set amount of time and you have to reach different parts of the wall. Right. So I think that's one competition. But it's kind of cool. That's Rock climbing right. being uh, being an Olympic sport, I think is going to be good. Years and years and years ago, like in the 30s and the 20s and so, so around about those times, there was more competitions and, and, and competitions you'd never think of. For example, there was uh, poetry writing was in the Olympics. I don't believe you. It was pottery making. There was a lot of arts. Bullshit. No, I'm not joking. You can look this up. I'm not even bullshitting you for the what sake of it. What year was this? In the 30s, in the 1930s and so that. I mean, in those times, when, during the, when the modern Olympics came back, I think, I don't know what that means exactly, but anyway, I'm sure there was a period of time, because you wouldn't imagine in the 1700s them doing the Olympics, right? There would have been something they would have thought about back from the Greek times and brought it back. Um, but yeah, there was poetry writing. Obviously, there's walking, which there is now anyway. Um, hiking was one of them as well. Um, but yeah, poetry, pottery, stuff like that. Just It was it was not just sports. It was the arts as well. So um, Wow. Didn't, yeah, you can get a gold medal in poetry writing. So um, yeah, I'm not I, sub- I really don't believe you. You can look it up. I will. Do, do look it up. And, I will. Uh, and if I'm blo- wrong, blo- no, that blows my mind. If I'm not wrong, saying you're wrong, I'm no, no, just but blows am, my mind. Please do. Please it's not a sport. Me. But that's it. But it wasn't. I don't. It's think an art. It wasn't meant to be a sport. It might like a, I, I don't know if this is what they meant. But you could you could argue that it's a sport of the mind. It's a taxing thing. If you if you do anything mentally challenging, it does become. You do uh, get tired. So yeah, but they, that kind of opens the door to anything and everything. I mean, if I'm doing my taxes, I get tired. Well, it does. But that's the thing. That's why they must have curtailed it down to more uh, stuff that you know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty certain there's sports in the Olympics now that we don't realize that are in the Olympics because they probably don't get televised. You know, not everything can be televised, even in today's day and age. Yeah, but they are sports. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, but then I mean, meaning, yeah, but but that's exactly. I get your point, and I'm not saying mm, you're wrong, but mm. I'm just saying. Back do you think then, the MMA is going to get into the Olympics one day? Possibly, but if they do, I think it'd be it wouldn't be as brutal as it is now because that's the one thing about the Olympics are like the Disneyland of sports. True. Yes, because families watch it, kids watch it. 
they are you know they are the athletes that people yeah. aspire to I mean even like sure the shooting like even the shooting parts of some of them it's all the, the guns don't look like guns you'd expect to see they're all like kind of weighted and long and they don't look like they'd hurt anyone they're almost like air pellet things I mean they are guns but they you know the way they look and when they do the bow and arrow stuff it's such boring you know it, I mean it, I'm saying it's crap and hard not hard to do but it is a boring spectator sport unless you like that thing of course um, and fencing fencing is incredibly I mean it, it requires a lot I love of watching it but do you a, do you enjoy watching? No, it? I don't. You don't. No, I'm I enjoy the, it. I get it. I understand it, but yep. I think it's too. It's again, it's a little bit too clinical. It's more. And it, I'm not saying that, that takes. That means it's shit. It just. It's not a spectator in the way. Because um, fencing, right, is basically sword fighting. Sure. Right. But so therefore, it's not. But you're not getting the sword fights. So I'm not saying you want to see a Hollywood necessary sword fight. But that's not what's happening. You know, you're getting basically a, whoever gets a little jab in quick and down. That's it. When they reset and back up. It is very quick. Yeah. And I think unless you're into the sport or have some interest or maybe even put Pad Tuck in it at some point, maybe it's going to be fairly boring. Like sailing, I, I I did sailing at school. I find it interesting at some degree to watch. Um, and then there was, um, oh, it's just uh, that was the one thing I was getting sidelined there. Going back to the fencing thing, there is a Russian um, MMA um, organization out there that basically do Viking fighting, where they're all in shields and stuff. They're all in armor. They've got shields and clubs or whatever. They've got... Um, um, Mace, masons, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, they beat the shit out of you. They got swords and everything. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, they go in. They're in an octagon. They're dressed up like Vikings. In Who wins? What? Until uh, you get knocked out or die or get no, cut. No one gets no one gets stabbed or anything. But it is a case of when you basically submit. I mean, it is controlled, but it is a lot more realistic looking if you compared it to fencing. I mean, they've got some they've got some crazy MMA stuff in Russia. They've got these multiple men MMA things. Like an almost well, it's one of them. There's a couple of them. What, the King of the Ring. No, no. Well, it's four. It's teams of four, and they go against each other in Holy teams. Fuck. And then there's that's other... just called football over there. <laughs> but there's no ball there. And they're in these obstacle courses. Like they're in these like really what you'd expect on the face of it. It looks like a uh, a big children's obstacle course. In, well, like a gla- gladiator. Yeah, like, Do you remember gladiator? Yeah, yeah. They're like that, but this is in just one kind of like um, area. Like like they've taken over some hall and they've put lots of padding and things and different platforms, and they just basically either chase the shit out of each other and then beat the shit out of each other in an MMA MMA style. And um, then there's other ones where they do it in a field, be a crowd of like fifteen or twenty in a field. It's organised. It's not just I a bunch to, of lads. Amazing. YouTube this shit, man. It's honestly, it's. I've, I've YouTubed quite a lot of um, football fights in Europe. Right. Fucking out of yeah, this world. Wow, that's that's. You're that's, talking, you know, fifty on fifty. Yeah. On a street. I never get that whole football hooligan thing. I don't know what no. it stands for. It makes no sense. It's not, um, you know, I don't know why. I mean, it's okay. Every Saturday you go, you, this team why, kicks the ball around and you've got to fight this other group of people who support someone else that kicks the ball around. It, well, I, why is that? Well, for some people it is religion. Yeah, but you don't see that in rugby. You don't see that in American football. Well, I mean, every sport has violent tendency, violent people who, who you know, attached to it of some sort, some degree, but you don't see the the um, the organization of it. I mean, it's organized, these these hits as well. You know, they, these, these crews that do those football um the, what they call the hooligan gangs basically yeah. there is a proper name they, for they look for it yeah they organize it they'll arrange meets and stuff like that for these fights and i mean it's who i mean like i'm should be going in about what half an hour an hour to so to go sparring which you know i suppose yeah i'm organizing what temperature going, do you have a like 37 <laughs> I actually made a similar joke yesterday as well. That's like when I was writing my Facebook page about it. Are you going um, mudding after? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to have a nice sauna too. Um, but like, I'm going to go sparring now, and I'm organising basically to go have a fight with maybe four or five different people for an hour. So I suppose, but that's more of a. But it's controlled. It's controlled. Yeah, it's yeah, a sport, yeah. like. Um, yeah. But this whole, we organise to beat the shit out of each other down to the point where teeth are getting taken out or hospitalisation, well, people die, death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it baffles me. What's that movie? Um. 
Green Street, Green Street Hooligans? Is that the one? I think. Have yeah, you watched I've, that? I've seen. I think I've seen. I've seen. Um, as that open my eyes. I've seen open my eyes. Yeah, yeah, there is a. It was really weird watching Frodo be a hooligan though, because <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Elijah Wood. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Ah right. He's sorry. one of the characters. Got, yeah. So it's kind. You sorry. Know, I you know how it is when you when you've watched a movie and particular characters in your head and you can't picture them and see them something or I was else? making a mistake there thinking that was a, a documentary type of thing on TV because there is another thing I was going to say Ross Kemp um, which he did shows on Sky One in, in the UK okay. which you can see they're all on YouTube and everything that free of charge and um, yeah he embedded himself with different fractions and different groups and he kind of he's even done stuff where he's met ISIS and bloody people like that too it's quite crazy stuff because they just, are hard oh, some oh, of yeah. those football hooligans they are hard oh they're, they're tough as nails and they are guys you wouldn't like Vinnie be- Jones and shit and you just see whatever what he used to do on the football oh yeah yeah like yeah, on yeah. the pitch yeah yeah there was a, used to a, fucking parachute pricks. There was a time then, like in the eighties and stuff, when people, when things weren't as affluent as they are now, and money wasn't, and work was kind of scarce, and there was high employment in the UK and across Ireland as well. And I can see where you know the old idle hands make you know get the devil's play things. Mm. That idea, um, I can see that. But nowadays, I don't see how um, why hooliganism is still quite prevalent you know and, and it's still a thing and still you know and americans take the you know the american joke about football is it's a boring sport followed by hooligans you know that's it you know that's the the, the joke the, Can't argue. The, the cliche of it all well i mean i grew up with it um you know being from the old yugoslavia and used to go to watch the football matches in the local you know big stadiums mm. and what used to happen is that you have um sort of how do i explain it? if you picture a stadium there's the short stands yeah and yep. then there's the longer stands sure. the longer stands is where your normal general public was yeah and then on each Side, side you're home and away behind the goals yeah. yeah behind the goals and they used to you know chant and drums and um, flares and shit mm. like that and then if it was I remember this one particular game I was probably seven years old so I didn't really understand too much but I kind of had a, an idea of what's going on the home team which were the hooligan team mm. got let out five minutes early oh, right. and they quickly ran and waited by the gates of obviously where the visitors were and then all hell broke loose. It's scary. It's You're talking flying situation. bottles, batons, yeah. and the police kind of let it happen because they couldn't control it. It was, yeah. too, it was too much. Numbers are too high, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's sad, like, and that's the thing. It's, mm. it's a scary, scary yeah, thing. Imagine and, you're, being, and you're at to what end? Yeah, imagine being the away team and you're now being held hostage almost to a point well, where you've Well, some had kids through. there. Yeah, crazy. It's 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 barbaric, it's moronic, mm. it's, it's, it's very embarrassing. I wonder where it, yeah. um, wonder where it stems from. That's it. I mean, there's teams like in, in England called, there's a one called Millwall. Who Millwall are, is yeah. what Green Street Hooligans is about. Yeah. I yeah. think it's the feud between Millwall and West Ham. Right. Okay. I think is what it's based on. Again, baffling. My parents used to run a bar in Old Trafford, the only a mile even, not le- probably less uh, from Old Trafford Stadium. And um, most of the time, I'd, any any match days, my dad would be would lock one side of the book because we had two entrances. We'd lock the main one. Or, sorry, lock the side one, have the main one open. My dad used to stand outside with a truncheon and our Alsatian dog, and anyone could come in, but you had to hide your colours inside. As in, so if you're whatever fan, you had to hide your colours and take off your scarf, or whatever. And, and most teams were most, and we'd always be open for every matches except for when Chelsea would play. Why? Chelsea, for some reason, back then had a t- had a notoriety of being assholes. And there was one thing my mum. Now my mum instigated. They, I thought they were the Arsenal. Oh hey, oh, yes, they're Fuck, I'm on fire. Um, unfortunately, not. No, um, we'd be in a. <laughs> we find that funnier. Um, so, <laughs> so there was one time outside um, our bar that we had in Old Trafford, and the away team, away fans, sorry for Chelsea, were up, and they pulled up outside because there was traffic light junction outside the bar. And my mum, in her wisdom, God bless her soul, decided to give the two-finger salute to the Chelsea. Because my mum was a staunch Man U fan. So getting this bar in Old Trafford for her was just paradise. 
So she's there giving the old, giving the waving the fingers at them. The bus stops and they come and rush the bar front door. My mum had to hold back the door where the first few people grabbed my cousin because my cousins lived with us at the time. They were working as bar staff and we had to barricade that Holy door. Holy shit. And lucky enough, because our bar was in a central area of a, of a like, well, in a, in a very close area of proximity to the football stadium and the cricket stadium as well. So our front doors were quite thick and very hard oak wood doors. So they were, they were hard. Once they were shut, that's it. Good luck trying to get through these. Unless you got a fucking barrier on But fuck me, was that a scary time to be around. Like, Did they smash anything? Uh, no, they just made damage and, sc- and scratches and scratched up the... They were going to go beat up a woman. They were going to go and, and trash the bar and everything. But once the, the bar was on lockdown, the bar, there's no coming in. Like so, But um, it was a fucking brick building, freshly made. We were the first... Um, oh, not owners, tenants, first right. tenants of it, yeah. And um, yeah, so that just goes to show. And it's <laughs> my mom, Now, my mum fucking fled them we, off. But the thing is, though, we I suppose we're addressing purely the negative side of it. Yeah. But then there is the positive side, yeah. which I truly miss when I go and watch any sport in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. The the cheering, the chanting yeah. is shit. Yeah. I hate it. You know, all, all anyone ever says, you go to an All Blacks game, right? All Blacks. Yeah, all Blacks. Yeah, That's yeah. all you get. It's yeah. like, come on, people need to get a little bit. Well, I find... Someone needs to... Like, the All Blacks are such a big brand. Oh, huge. They've got a lot of money. Yeah. Why don't you actually pay someone who actually can do that, create a fan club, Mm, and mm. have them at the game? Because, you know, the Phoenix, the Wellington Phoenix football team, they try and have that. Sure. They've got their, you know, people where they stay in the same spot, and they've got their chance, you know, and it actually creates atmosphere. Mm, And mm. that's what you want. That's kind of what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Right? So why can't the All Blacks do that? I don't know. There's, I mean, Create a fan club. I think it kind of goes into something along the lines of, I don't know, this is my thoughts, right? Mm. They normally always have big, this goes for all rugby, but there seems to be the big rugby matches, right? Always are on like on a Friday after work, which the premiership doesn't, the premiership, the biggest sport in Saturday, on, the, on the world, but it's Saturday, it's, it's Saturday mornings, early afternoons, and then Sunday the same time. So it's around mm. about 12 and three o'clock kickoffs when everyone is off. Last thing I want to do from when I go from work is, go to the rugby and you can see that because if you see in the stadiums they're half empty when they show no I've got a friend not a friend sorry our flatmate he works for one of the I think it's Fairfax Media or something like that and I asked him this question he said it's all to do with money from the TV channels Mm -hmm. and also from Australia that works out better for their time and stuff like that Um, but I find that is really kind of critical to getting the atmosphere there because you can even see when they're showing a game let's say at Mount Eden and you can see when they do like a wide shot, you can, if you look carefully, you can sometimes catch a glimpse of a cameraman or someone trying to grab together a group of people. Then it cuts to that shot and then the the, 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 uh, the actual frame is filled with people. So it looks kind of busy, Full, but you yeah. know if they pulled back, 90% of the seats nearly around them are empty. And it's mm. kind of, and that also gets away from, that takes away from the atmosphere. It's, it's like if you're in a club with two people versus 200 people, it's a different thing. You can't get a buzz going with two people. You can't get. You can with two hundred. You can't with a place only half half full. It looks like people don't give a shit, so you lose the enthusiasm. You, you do, you do, and you know what? Uh, the point of playing a home game is so that you are the extra man. Yeah. And I don't think. Well, obviously the All Blacks don't really need it, yeah. but you know, in other sports, I think it is needed and it does help. So yeah. the point of a home advantage is that when the other team comes, is that they are threatened. That yeah. they, they feel, you know, uh, hey, this is our home. Well, you sta- do not yeah. walk away with a win. But it doesn't feel a, like that. Yeah, the stats in a premiership game, the way that's always, it's always, the home team is always statistic- statistically. Of course. 
you know, likely to win because of that very reason. Well, over there, um, they build the stadiums. So you've got the changing rooms mm. and you've got the home changing room, which yep. is luxurious. Yep. They've got massage tables for every player. They're, they're, they're huge. Mm. And you go to the away game, the, to the away changing rooms, there's barely enough space for them to sit down. <laughs> they make the floors extra slippery on purpose. Oh, that's awesome. Right? So they actually try and intimidate you because yep. when you go there, it's not comfortable. Mm, mm. Right? They give them shit seats. They give them shit service. Yep. They hope they slip and break their leg <laughs> because that's 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 what it means to actually come to that field. There's some American it's, football club that have their away changing rooms painted pink as well for the very same reason, to, to feminize them, they said, or sort of that, or to make them... Don't blame Something them. like that. Anyway. Why not? Yeah. You know, use every advantage you can get, but that, that doesn't exist in New Zealand, and I don't like that. That's the one part of sport, New Zealand sport, I'm not truly excited about. But yeah, it doesn't sure seem the, yeah. the... Yeah, there is a lack, lack of atmosphere. I mean, during the World Cup now, that was different. I was, I was here for that, but that's a bigger thing. And that there's was people huge. from all around the world. They nearly well. bankrupted our business at the time. Really? People just couldn't give a fuck about anything but rugby. Really? Yeah, yeah for about three months. Unless you were in hospitality, yeah. business was struggling. Really? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. That was that was two weeks, wasn't it? Oh, that was when I was... It was yeah, but it, there That's was kind of like a hangover. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 as well, because of that. I mean, that, there, was a, there was a lot that, going That on. was when I was doing, you know, the heat pumps, air cons, that mm, kind of stuff. Mm. People just didn't really care about anything but yeah. the rugby. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, Interesting, eh? Had, a, had an effect. Oh, no, I mean, it's, it's amazing how, because that's the one thing that you don't hear, is it, isn't it? Because you hear that when you have a big sporting event like that, it's going to be a big boost to the economy. Yep. But it's in your two hotels, yeah. bars, restaurants. Yeah, with you and taxi though, service. Yeah, you lost, you lost to it because of yeah. it was a big detriment to the yeah. economy in your view. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting you don't see about that. I'm sure no, that's happened with a lot of things. Same with obviously the elections recently. There mm. were so many things that people were waiting for, and you know we still don't know what's going to happen. Is um, that right? You still haven't been decided what's I going on. I don't think so. Oh, sure, that's, I say yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how it works. No, I, I well, did you vote? Are you allowed yes, to I vote? did. Yeah, I, I did as well. Yeah. I just, I just went. I went Labour. I don't know anything about any of the parties. The only thing I went for Labour was because they do a show in here, and I just happened to be familiar. I went because of familiarity. I know the mayor. Well, he probably doesn't remember me now, but the mayor used to do a show in here. Um, Actually, yeah, Phil Goff, and he would remember my name straight away. He was like, "Ah, Paul." It wasn't a case of even the first, day, the first or second time. He was like, "Your name again?" It was straight away. Paul, how you doing? As if he knew me all his life. Now he, that could be part of the. That's the, why the he's shtick. Mayor. Could be part of the shtick. I don't know, but I was like, "Hey, you seem like a personal kind of guy," um, and uh, yeah, whatever you're affiliated, I, I know some little bit about that. Let's go for them. I don't know what national do. I hear people always complain about them. Other people saying they do great. Yep. I don't care. I didn't vote for one of the big ones. So no, speak. No. no, you don't have to say. You don't nah, I don't care. I saw that. I didn't realize there was groups like the Internet Party were on the ballot paper, things like that. <laughs> I'd never heard of before. Um, people, I never. There was that. What the Opportunities Party? Ah, uh, yeah. Was that the, another one? Top, top, yeah. Top, yeah, yeah. There's I, the old Green. Yeah. New Zealand first. But that's the funny thing. I don't want to go in politics too much. Very, very. Because oh, I don't even know anything about it. So I don't we know. can't. But it's just because I, I for a while there during that election, I thought the three main parties were National Labour and the Opportunities Party. When you says Green Party, I was like, oh yeah, and there's oh, the yeah. Greens too. And <laughs> New Zealand first. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> See, this, the Opportunities Party didn't even make anything. Right. They right. barely got just over two percent. I think. I think that's because the only reason I noticed, I thought of them as maybe a third party, was because I saw a lot oh, of their right. billboards around. That was it. Well, I think they had the best. Ad- advertising and social media type stuff from what I could well, see. They did because their graphics you know, was, was shit. Because you know the, the, the leader of it, that right. Gareth Morgan guy, Yeah, I think his son was the one that created or trade he me. helped him trade me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're loaded. Right, right. I think he spent something like two mil out of his own money. Really? For the campaign. Fuck me. Mm. That must be a bit of a stinger when you don't win. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, that's a, it's a big old gamble. You're not going to throw two, two mil unless you had it. Oh, for sure. It, that's probably... 
but also if loose you, change for them. Maybe, maybe, but you also wouldn't throw Didn't away. Did he sell it for seven hundred? Really? To yeah. who? Trade me sold quite a few years ago. Oh yeah, and who owned? Well, Pretty sure it sold for something like seven hundred. Well, who bought them? Uh, eBay or someone? Pass. Or? Oh, okay. I've always wondered why, because um, I know eBay would have had... Tra- I've, I like eBay. I like trading too, but eBay, to be able to sell on it, I find you can't sell on it as easy when you're oh, outside okay. of a... Anyway, America. so I'm trying, I've got a few things on Trade at the moment I'm trying to get rid of. At the yeah. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, should we right. call it a day well, then? Yeah, mate. No, thanks for the chat. No, you're very welcome. Very welcome. Um, we're trying to get in, by the way, next week, a guy who is interested and has dealings with Bitcoin and things like that. Yeah. So we're trying to... Well, ne- well, next week, I mean next show. That was the so. reason why I came today with that... That premise. Yeah, with that premise. And then you trapped me. Ah, you know, that's how I, that's how I work. It's and then our 40 goes by and... My Yosef Fritzl skills are strong. We've had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll get... Um, his name's Alex, by the way, and he is, uh, he's is he got a little bit of know-how on the whole Bitcoin thing. I thought that might be interesting because cool. uh, I have no idea. I have no idea about it, so it'd be None cool to um, hear someone talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and if you're not listening to this when it came out, maybe jump on to episode 15 where hopefully we talk about that. Anyway, uh, straight thank you very much to Alton, our only listener. Thank you as well to him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll take care... Uh, we'll, we'll take care of course we will uh, and see you next time bye bye bye